players and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. everybody and welcome back to another week another episode of generation x gaming i'm your host 30 and still gaming and joining me each and every single week is my bro Darge mccluskey what's going on man is your microphone oh, I'm, working hold on yeah and yeah, we're good <laughs> sarge is having uh we're technical good. issues so in the middle of his rants today it's he's gonna, gonna cut out he's gonna get cut off that's you know what it is cut out. i'll be saying something very important and it's gonna cut me out yeah that's how it works last time those of you that are new to this uh this podcast this is a podcast called generation x gaming a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way think of that rant along the way we we love ranting right it's passionate about the gaming industry between me and sarge uh, we have over 67 years experience in the video game industry. We do not work in the gaming industry. We've just been playing video games literally our entire lives. So uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking. Um, Apple came out with their own uh, subscription service for games. They've thrown their their name, their uh, the subscription service into the, into the ring of gaming. We're going to be talking about Anthem, my disappointment, uh, and the state of the game as of right now. Your uh, disappointment. Yeah, yeah, my disappointment because I'm playing it. Um, Fortnite has this patch I want to talk about, which I think is pretty cool. It's, it's like a little speed bump we'll talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about VR. We're going to be talking about uh, Games of Gold Pass that's coming out next month for Xbox Live. We're going to be talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2's update. I played that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Battlefield 5, Firestorm Battle Royale a little bit. And then we're going to talk about a little game that no one knows about called Borderlands 3 uh, that just made their trailer earlier today. Some people know about it. It's a joke. It's a joke of everyone on the no, fucking no, planet. No, no, that's not true. Not everyone likes Borderlands, but no, it, it they don't have own... to know about Borderlands, but they know Borderlands 3 is coming out now is what I'm right. saying because of social media and stuff. Right. So a 15 hour podcast. So buckle up. That's what it's going to be. We're going to sit back and we're going to we're going to dive and rant real slow. Each subject's going to be about two hours and 30 minutes. It's going to be like a lecture in college. So just put your tape recorders on and leave the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening to us later on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.fm, we do appreciate you very much. Make sure wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, make sure you hit the follow, the like, the heart, the button, the star, wherever it is across all platforms. Make sure you're doing that. Hit that. And if you want to watch us live on Thursday nights at 8 p.m., mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, if you're listening on the podcasts, on, should you audio. see the top of my head yes. or should I make yes. it? Should no. I adjust the camera where yeah. it's. Yeah, you, you want to see the top of your head. That's good. I should, I should that's good it. framing. Yes, that's good yeah. framing. Okay. You don't want to be like, like this. And you also don't want to do what our mothers do when you do FaceTime with them, where they're, they're like this and they look like Wilson. From like home improvement, like peeking over the fence, you don't want to do that either. Yeah, yeah, don't want to do that. Everyone knows what I'm talking about when you call your, when you call your your parents, right? And they're they're FaceTime. They're like, like super. It's it's like this here. I'll I'll, I'll show you. This is this is. Like, can you imagine? I don't know. I think this camera makes me look fat. Can you oh, imagine wait, it? Fat. It's like this. Imagine doing the podcast like this the whole time. Just yeah. Then, I just 
the no, camera like adds a, 10 like pounds like the camera adds 10 pounds sarge and there's multiple cameras on you so, so why don't why don't they make cameras that make you look 10 pounds less <sighs> but you should make that people people would, would people would uh would buy that camera now if you could find a mirror that makes you 10 pounds less people would love that as well Oh, they already have that. There's some department stores. They make it look thinner. Oh, that's right. They bend it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get started with the first topic of the day. So Apple had their little event this past week. They announced a couple different things, right? We'll glance over two of them. So they said lots of people like to read the newspaper. A lot of people like to read magazines. Right, but they're going they're going out of style, right? Not many people get this position service. They actually don't want to get a, a magazine delivered to them. So they made, I believe it's called News Plus. And News Plus is a subscription service where you get three over 300 magazines um that you can get for one subscription price. Right. So think about this. You can get all these subscriptions, like like National Geographic, you can get all, all this stuff. Um and then they did a subscription service for video games. Oh, for God's sake. For, for video games. So they have it. It's called Apple Arcade. And the reason they did this, and I kind of understand why they did this, right? So what's the most played games on mobile? Crush. Free to, free to play, right? The, the, free, crush. the free to play. Where they're, they're so dominant. Don't worry, Duplass. We'll, we'll talk about that article later in the show. Um, so a lot of people that make games that are actual developers, independent developers, they're making these little indie games that go on cell phones that are paid for, like you paid four bucks, three bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is, right? It's a full fledged game, cool graphics, cool things, but, but, it a lot of, you over, but it milks you over time. Well, no, it doesn't milk you. It's a full fledged game. Just like you would buy on a, on a system. Now, a lot of people are not buying these because they can play a free to play game. And it's one game, they're like, ah, oh, one game, five bucks. Well, I can play 100 games for, for free. So what they decided to do was get all these other game developers together, put them underneath one umbrella, which is the arcade, where you pay a monthly subscription. There is no price point yet. I don't Here know what go. it is. Here we go with the monthly subscription. Right. Here we go we, again. We've talked about this, Sarge. We've talked about this. So the gaming subscription service designed for mobile desktop and living room. It takes the form of monthly subscriptions that provides unlimited access to the, the curated, curated selection of paid games on the App Store. Uh, it's not totally unlike, you know, Xbox Game Game Pass, although arcade games uh, will offer a full access to all updates and DLCs. Uh, Apple Arcade release, we don't know how much it will cost. It will be in 150 countries when it comes out. And uh, let me see if they show a couple of the games on this on this trailer here you go full screen this is an ad i'll wait for the ad to finish them i believe this is going to show some game but you'll see the game quality right it's not like they're like shit quality of games i mean it's not like fallout 76 is on the mobile you know what i mean all right so redefining games here it is <clears throat> this is like a, a three minute long yeah so the some of these graphics and stuff on the games, these are all mobile games, right? These are all mobile games that are coming out. And these independent developers need kind of like this, where they, like Apple's curating them underneath one umbrella. So it helps these guys out so they can actually compete with free-to-play games. So 
Like, for instance, I want to play a lot of games. I'm like, I don't want to play $5 here, $10 there. But what I would do is pay $10 in general and then play all these different games when I want to, right? Well, that's that's the game, right? You're, you're you're trying to you're trying to put enough garbage in a in a pool to say that the pool's worth going in if you give me ten bucks a month. Right, right. But the problem is, is you've got multiple companies doing the same thing. So in order for you to benefit from all this wonderfulness, is you'd have to pay ten bucks a month times how many guys you like. Right. Well, here's another thing that's going to happen, right? With Xbox, uh, was it X Cloud? I think it's called their streaming service that you can play on the mobile devices. This is another thing. So you're going to pay a ten bucks a, a fee for that. I'm assuming as well, or whatever the price is. And now you're competing against this as well. So these arcade games that are on mobile are now going against full fledged games that are on on consoles and stuff, right? I, I... I'm what I, what I really want to see is I want to know if the, if the game companies did their homework. I don't think they did. I, I think that the game service model that this is coming up with is in direct reaction to the fact that they are unstable. Game de- game development, the game publishers, they are unstable. They cannot solidify to investors that they can make the same amount of money quarter over quarter without doing something like this to cushion the fact that if a game sucks because they fuck up a game so bad that they lose the sales for that quarter, that the stock is not doing this all year. Mm. Okay. So this model gives them a cushion because if we, and especially when you say the word all over the world, 150 countries, right? Right. Because if it's, if it's the service is all over the world, then you're talking hundreds of millions of people paying $10 a month. Correct. Well, they have a billion there's a so billion that, iPhones out there, a billion iPhones out that's there. That's what I'm saying. So so basically that's steady income every quarter that says, well, this is what we make. And then the games themselves, which are supposed to be the important things, are just like the things that help you either make that extra 15% grow for the for the quarter. Right. But otherwise right. you're stable. Right. So well, well I think what, it's good. It's what good. makes what makes the game valuable? Well, I think what I think it's good for the I think it's good for the developers with these small companies because if there's a billion people that have an iPhone and one percent of a billion people buy this service, the arcade service, right? If it makes a hundred million dollars and that splits between fifteen different uh, games, here it looks like there's there's um Heart of the Elder Tree, Beyond Steel, Doomsday Vault, Doomsday Premium, Enter the Con. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty games. Thirty games that they're showing right now. Um, and then more to come soon, right? Uh, Apple Arcade isn't a cloud-based streaming service, which means you can download and play offline with this which is which is nice right the xbox one is is a streaming service you you have to have online this one sarge is like having the hard copy right you can play these games offline anywhere so if you're going on a trip and this is this is this market this market right here that you when you make a video game for an iphone or for an android device or whatever but we'll talk apple just the iphone the only time you're playing this let's let's think of the times you play this 
when you're watching TV with your family that you don't want to talk to, you're looking at your phone and you're playing a game, right? Realistically, right? This is what this is what people do on the toilet. Okay. Dinner parties. Right. Dinner parties that you're bored at, a date that you're bored at, on the train, right? In the back of an Uber. Commuting. Right. Commuting's on the a big commuting, one. Wherever you're wherever you're commuting to. Um commuting's a big one. Uh in school, right? Do you know what I mean? Like these are these is where you play your games. Oh, when you go on vacation, right? You download a bunch of games. Right, because you don't want to spend any time with your family on vacation. Right, exactly. So this is these are the times that people are playing these games. Now, if you play this game, you pay five dollars and you only try it for like one flight from like one location to the next, and you're like, eh, I'm done with it. You don't want to you just wasted five bucks, right? But if they price point this at like seven bucks, ten bucks, and you can download as many games as you want play as many games as you want, you're going to find that one game that you like that was probably 10 bucks that you didn't want to buy, okay? But now because you have access to 30 games for this price and it's going to grow, it's a it's a win-win, right? It's a win-win for Apple. It's a win-win for the developers and it's a win-win for the person that's actually going to play these things. So, <clears throat> Buckeye watches us. That's nice. He's watching us on the toilet or he's watching us right now at a dinner party that no nobody's that he wants to talk to. And there goes Sarge's uh microphone. I th oh, it kicked back in. Okay. Actually a cookout. Let's see, there you go. So what do you guys think in chat and in the internet? Do you think this is a service that you guys would be interested in? Is this something that because now that the service provider is giving you? that you you might play more independent games now on the mobile device or is this yeah not really interested I went to my well, cousins so that's, that's what I mean now. electricity like people people keep zoning out of their own families you know they don't no one cares exactly exactly stop hanging out with your family watch generation x gaming podcast thursday nights 8 p.m. eastern <laughs> all right so that's that's the first story Second story, um, let's see. Real quick, I'm going to just glance over this. I thought this was pretty cool, right? You, you ever play a game? I, I know you did, Sarge. Chat, you ever play a game where the floor is lava? The floor is lava. No matter where you go, you're like, I can't touch the floor. You throw pillows yeah, on the ground. Yeah, we, and did, you just, yeah, we did, that on the, did that in the house all the time. Right, your parents come home. They're like, why is every cushion on the ground? And you're like, the floor is lava, right? And then the, the parent can do two things can look at you like you're crazy and just walk by or they jump on a pillow. Which parent were you? I'm the, I'm the, I'm going to jump on the pillow. My son does this all the time with me. So anyway, Fortnite came out with the the floor is lava edition. It's a limited time uh game mode, which I think is pretty cool, right? So as the the rounds going on, either lava's flowing or filling up the map, right? So you can build above the lava, okay? But you can't as you, you have to keep building higher and higher. So you have to get resources fast, right? And then build above it. And then the last team. That sounds so relaxing. Doesn't it? I mean, yeah, I, it, so, it sounds, it sounds like that's a real relaxing time, <laughs> but you have to go up. Like you have to build up or you have to take the oh, lane no, and continue oh, up. No, I get it. I get it, but I know how the lava game is played. So it's not like a calming, <laughs> relaxing time. I like think it's sweeper. Or fucking Sudoku. Okay? I, I think that's I not, might I might jump back is. into Fortnite just to test it out. I might jump in to test it out. Nobody likes that? I think that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I know people hate Fortnite. But come on. These guys are 
constantly putting stuff in this game and changing it all the time. You got to give him, you got to give him respect for that. The next topic I want to talk about, that was just a quick little speed bump we were talking about there. I want to talk about VR. VR, PlayStation's not letting it go, right? Game companies are not letting it go. They're, they're still pumping out, they're still pumping out some, uh, some, some VR stuff. Well, because like we said, they're, they're looking, they're, they're trying to innovate in that direction because they know that's where it's going to go eventually. Eventually. Right. When, when, when the infrastructure of online capability across the world is at a, at a, at a mean level, a median level, not just I have 100 gig, 100, 100 gig download and somebody else got two. You know, when, it, when it's level across the playing field, that will be the way to go. And so they are, I consider VR the research, the R&D of the gaming areas where they're hoping that a development team will, will build an engine or build something that's, that's stable enough that they can continue to build other games off that platform and it be the next Mario or the next Space Invader, something that kicks off the new generation of gaming. We, so that's why, that's why they're not letting it die because they know that's eventually where it's going. But they have to make it first person, right? They have to make it first person for everything. Otherwise, uh, you're not, if you're, I'm wearing goggles, yeah, you, you got to make it first I'm person. Next to a TV, I'm sitting into the TV, really. Right. So yeah. Right. So they came out with a game, ironically, right after Anthem came out, right? Everyone's like, Anthem's the Iron Man game. Well, PlayStation actually introduced the actual Iron Man game that's coming out. It's Iron Man VR. This is from PlayStation's uh, conference this uh, this week. So, is there sound? Uh, oh, hold up. Hold up, hold up. I'll start That's right, right, DDB. Anytime they're talking about VR, all of a sudden, it must be close to E3 all of a sudden. We'll start it over. Here we go. Whoa. Morning, sir. Our well, bro. Is 11 hours, 15 minutes. Told you we should have taken the faster flight. Not actual gameplay. It says right on the screen. Not actual right, gameplay. We made all this up. This is how it's not going to look. You can't outrun your past. This, this, is, this is how it's not going to look. Right. This is everything that the game doesn't have. I hope you guys are excited because this is not how it looks. Not actual gameplay. Oh, I'm sucked out of a plane? No, nobody would have a heart attack on that. Well, this is not actually a game. Tweak. You're, you're, you're falling out of the sky. All systems online. Time for the hero thing. And that's what it looks like, too. It looks like you're so claustrophobic. <laughs> you're in a box. You put the headset on, and it makes you feel like you're in a box. You're falling to your death. That's it. Any idea who we're up against? Ooh, Iron Man. Not actual gameplay, though, guys. No, this is actual gameplay. This is actual gameplay. When they cut to Iron Man, not actual gameplay. That's how it's done. Threat neutralized. Good. The first person action part is part of it. Did you catch all that gameplay there, guys? Did you catch it? It's all this like this so one section right here. Time for the VR. The best thing about this though is it works best if you jump off the couch. So much for a hero's welcome. Right? That's the actual gameplay right there. You're it's a it's a plane simulator. Right. So Basically, what you want to do is you want to get an office chair, rip off the back, 
I was just I was just gonna right. say this. Rip off the back. Lay down and on then it. Lay yes. down on it. I was just gonna say on, this. On a, but it's gotta be a wood floor or a tile wood floor preferably, because tiles got the bumps in between the grout. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you're on your stomach with your VR headset on on a chair on wheels and you're moving yourself around like you're floating around you, you like you think that. you're Iron Man. You need That's that. the way to play that. And then one. what you really need is a friend, a spouse, or a girlfriend. To stand behind you, and when you're when you're planking on the on the uh, on the chair, that she takes your feet and she just moves you a little bit, right? So you feel like you're part of it. So it's an incorporation of it's a, it's an activity for 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 a couple, right? So you sit there and you just move them back and forth as they're flying. You have to, you got to watch the TV though. If you don't, that's the experience part, right? You got to watch the TV and the person. You need a good wingman. To, to help you feel like you're really, Literally. really, <laughs> really like you're playing Iron Man. Look, I think this is cool. But again, think about this. This is just virtual reality. So you just have goggles on your face and you feel like, but your brain thinks you're moving. Okay. So if your body's just sitting in a chair like this and I'm going, oh, wow, this is cool. It's just a plane simulator. It's just a plane simulator right now. Oh, Buckeye, you can't use any Marvel character names in chat. None. Zero zilch. None. We got Captain Marvel that just came out. You can't. Avengers is coming out. Can't say anything. You can't say anything. This is, this is like, this is like a, a spoiler-free zone. It's like right? a PC room. This is a spoiler-free zone. You can't You can't say anything about any Marvel characters. <laughs> Edit incoming. Okay. <laughs> hey, honey. Hold my feet. <laughs> I'm, I'm Iron Man. I'm fucking Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna push you on the damn chair into a fucking wall. That's what she's gonna do. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. I like this. I think this is cool. Here's a better way, a way to feel like okay, that that you're you're Iron this, Man. This is gonna be you, you have to understand how this works. So this will be the rift be in gamers eventually. Because eventually a developer will make a VR game that will be amazing to the demographic that they are looking for, right? Like they're gonna be kids and it's not gonna be us, it's gonna be kids. And so from that point on, you're gonna have the kids that are in VR because it's the coolest thing, just like we used to do with video games normally. And they'd be like, you don't have VR? I'm fucking old man. Right. Like they like everyone's gonna be doing VR and you're gonna be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't I don't see how this is awesome. Like this is fucking great. Like that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be that that moment will happen and there will be a split where that will be it. That's gonna be from where the games go from then on. Here here's a game that I think I actually do really well in VR. No Man's Sky. They announced No Man's Sky VR. Okay. I think this game is gorgeous, right? And to walk around and stuff like that. But when you're driving your vehicles and flying your jets and then you're in that you're in that world, I think that this is the closest you'll come to Ready Player 1 type stuff, right? All right, you know, you know how VR takes off? I'll, I'll give you another example of how VR takes off. You get a warehouse, like an actual warehouse. Oh, we, we've like talked about em, this. Em, yeah. Empty space. No, this is a different version of what we talked about before. You get an empty warehouse. And it's a simulation game, like where you're in a village. You got everyone's in the towns in the village, and you'll have jobs, and you're you're trying to go out and explore, right? But everyone's inside the warehouse. Everybody in their warehouse is in the same game, right? So I'm walking up to people, and I'm actually walking around. I don't, right? And the the whole floor is empty. So you mean like life? Right, like real life, <laughs> right? A giant warehouse, but I'm wearing VR goggles, and I'm someplace else. 
experiencing that area where they are, right? Right. And like certain areas of the room, like when you walk to it, might be spraying water, so you feel water. And then other areas that feel hotter, like if you're near lava, there's like heat lamps above you that makes you feel hot. So you, that's how, that's how it kicks off, where you pay like 30, 40 bucks for an hour. And oh you're like, no, it's gotta like, be a, it's gotta be a subscription model, Sarge. It's no, gotta be a paid service. No, no, this is when it first comes out. <laughs> when it first comes out, 30 bucks an hour. 30, a membership bucks. fee. Like I'm inside, the thing about that though, like you're role playing, you're with a group of people, you're in a warehouse. It's a complete dungeon. Right? It's yeah. a complete no, I got you. I'm with you. Four or five people. They're all dressed up. You're looking at each other like we looked at each other when we played the Star Wars one. You see we're all in Stormtrooper armor. Now we're all like one's a wizard, one's a dwarf, one's oh, you're a, talking you're talking like right? the void, like the void. Yeah, yeah. Right. So now you're in it, you're and it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like you don't have to have all those rooms and stuff where you actually feel it. At first, you just you're there first. And then they do different environments in the room. That's how it would take off. Otherwise, it's just like you said. I'm just ha I'm sitting two inches from my TV, like that's um, okay. But I'm sitting down. I don't want to exercise, even though VR is an entire world. I want to make sure that I'm sitting down in a chair wearing VR goggles and walking around. Well, what I think is funny about walk around. That's the whole thing. What I think is funny about VR, though, people people just think about how you get to that location that you're talking about, right? The warehouse. I'm in my car. Or I'm, I'm taking the bus, or I'm riding a bike or a skateboard. I'm passing, I'm passing a shit ton of people going to this location. Okay, I hate every single person I see. I hate the road. I hate the people. I hate everything. I go there. I walk into a warehouse and talk to people. Right, <laughs> because you're not doing it in reality. You're doing it in a world. Right, right. I'm right. telling you, it's messed up. But that's how. That's how. It, that's how it makes it interesting enough for you to get it because nobody has the room in their house to set up the No, I get it. Yeah. One room. Nobody has that room in their house yet. So that's not standard. On screen now is the company Void, is a VR company. They make a Ghostbusters, they make a Star Wars, they make a bunch of stuff. As you can tell, he's walking around the world. There's sensors above you, and you can literally walk around this warehouse. Okay. And it's amazing, right? Sar I took Sarge there, right? You put this vest on, you put this helmet on. It's it, it's a pack. The pack weighs quite a bit, okay? Very, very cool, okay? As soon as you put the goggles on and you look at each other, you see each other as stormtroopers or whatever they're doing, the character. whatever the character is. It's absolutely amazing. This right here is the future of VR, right? This is what Sarge is, is, is saying. Unless you're doing this, sitting in your house, it's like a cool experience, but it's you're gonna be like, eh, whatever. It's like getting a new toy and then putting it down. Okay. The VR, when you're waving your hands in front of your face like he is, he's seeing that he's wearing like armor. He's seeing that he's wearing stuff. Right. Um, I'm not gonna put the audio on, but basically, and then you get the gun, right? They they give you a gun in the game. And when we were playing, when we played the Star Wars one. You had no gun in the beginning. You have to walk down this corridor into a armory room and you reach out and grab the gun and then you have a gun in your hand and you can reload it and shoot. It's just like playing a video game. It's amazing. Oh, a magician. Oh, now I'm excited for VR. <laughs> I love magicians. Magic's making a comeback, baby. Hold on, let me see if I can fast forward. 
The void is really cool. If you guys are wherever you guys are, if you have a void near you, it's like 30 bucks for 30 minutes, a dollar a minute. It's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. So like the doors and stuff that you see in the game, you know there's a door jam there. And you walk through the door jam. No one's walking into walls because you're literally walking through the actual the maze that they 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 make for you. What I want, and we've talked about this before. I want camera footage of what we look like just walking through the warehouse with nothing. You know, like when you feel the heat, you're like, Ugh! and meanwhile, there's just a guy with like a, like a heater right in front of you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but, that's, but that's what I'm, but that's what makes it. That's listen, if, if I'm going to exist someplace that doesn't exist, if the environmentals are not there, your body doesn't think it's real. You're right. just sitting, you're just wearing a television on your face. Right. Okay. I get it. This is the way this this is high end entertainment, though. You're talking about like 50 bucks for the hour yeah, 30 or bucks, something 30 crazy. Bucks. Yeah, like a hundred bucks depends. No, no, it's 30 right? bucks. It's 30 bucks for 30 minutes. No, this for, is yeah. when they start getting more. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, and detailed about oh, I, we own this warehouse. We're doing a freaking this huge thing. Then, yeah, you're going to play like all right, we, we put 25 people in. You're going to be in the world for an hour and a half. It's a hundred bucks ahead. Think, like think about when they can start doing this on a on a higher end scale when you're playing a game like Battlefield or Call of Duty where you go to a warehouse remember that remember that laser tag we did with it's called hard knocks where you get weapons and you have to like reload and it's like weapons and you're playing laser tag like hardcore laser tag okay when you can do that when you're running around with stuff like this and you feel like you're in a world and you're playing the game live like ready player 1 that's when VR is like not successful is now the standard. That's the standard. Right. The you. standard. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be, eventually there's going to be a rift. Eventually games are going to change from apples to oranges. That's right. going to be it. And that's, and that's what's going to be. Well, Buckeye, when we were playing the star Wars game, you wear this vest. And when you get shot, you feel it. It like, it vibrates and you're like, ah, you're like, you, you don't want to get hit. It was, it was hilarious. Cause um, when I was playing with Sarge and, uh, my friend and his son, they were playing for the first time. I've already played in there. So the stormtroopers were shooting them and they were like shooting them back. But then I just turned my gun towards them and just, it <laughs> just started shooting them. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell? What, what the hell? They were like freaking out. And I was just shooting them. I was just shooting them with my own gun. It was hilarious. It was, it was no, good time. The funny part is his son looked like a th three foot uh, six right. stormtrooper running right. around. Right. That's what that's what made me laugh. I couldn't even take it seriously anymore. I'm looking around as a midget stormtrooper running around. The the VR though, the the VR and the void that we're talking about, you don't get motion sickness because you're literally moving. You're walking around. You get motion sickness when when you your brain, your body's not moving, right? Your body's not moving. So now what they're doing now, they're making mods in certain games like the Skyrim mod and stuff like that where you do like this with your arms. And your brain thinks that you're walking because your arms move when you walk, right? So it kind of like tricks you instead of hitting the button to make your guy move forward, right? And your brain can't distinguish the difference between it. So, I mean, right. listen, it's it's it it's all cool. I mean, I'm glad to see they haven't given up completely. Right. Yeah. You know? All right. The next thing I want to talk about, we're gonna we're gonna slow down a little bit. We gotta stretch out a little bit of time here. I'm gonna talk about Anthem. Okay. You don't have to all time. There's plenty of shit to talk about. You're out of your mind. All right. I want to talk about Anthem. I went and played Anthem uh, this past weekend. I didn't play for two weeks. 
right? I've been playing, I've been playing Division, I've been playing other games. I got back into Trucker Simulator, okay? I started playing Anthem, and I played it for about three and a half, four hours uh, this past couple days. Now, they added the loot system, the new loot system, the new, new, the new, new, new loot system. <clears throat> oh, and, I, hear it's, I hear it's fantastic. And they added the vanity chest, the Elysian uh, vanity chest. Now, the problem, the problem with this is that Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3, and now me, me talking about this, if you're, if you're listening to this later, it's March 28th. They, I got the patch from two days ago or three days ago. I know they did another patch today to fix something, okay, where the, or yesterday, where you, your group members can't pick up the loot now because they changed it earlier this week. Where was, By the way, that was a great idea. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they did that. Because in their own system, Legendary's Masterworks all got picked up automatically anyway at the end of the, of the match. So why would I want to pick up the purples and shit around when I don't want to pick them up? And then everyone else is picking them up, and then I have all the stuff that I don't want. Now I have to sit there and delete each one one by one after the, after the match is over. Anyway, so they talked about this Elysian chest a month ago, like a month ago. On stream, they said that we're putting chest. We heard what you guys are saying. This is from them. We heard what you're saying, and we thought it was a good idea. So we're putting a chest at the end of the boss battles in the strongholds, and they're going to have vanity items in it, right? Armor pieces, uh vinyls decals they said this so the elysian chest comes out and to get this you have to do two contracts if it's a legendary contract or regular contract you just got to do two contracts so i did my two contracts got my got got a group together went into the stronghold okay now i only played with one other person i had a key he had a key and then we were hoping the other two randoms had keys so we went through the stronghold. At the end, we killed the guy. Loot drops. I didn't get shit from the actual loot. I got purples throughout the whole fucking thing. So I didn't even get masterwork during Grandmaster One. I didn't even get a masterwork. Um, I did. Oh no, I did get one. I did get one, but I didn't get a guaranteed one at the end of the of the boss, which they did fix in this latest patch, which they broke the first patch. So anyway, I open up my chest and it says I get an Elysian artifact, and I'm like, cool. I'm like, great, whatever that is. Guy opens his, I get another one. Guy opens his, I get another one. And then the fourth guy didn't have a key. And I'm like, oh, you're an idiot, right? So we all hated that dude that didn't open the chest. So at the end of the match comes, you see all your weapons and all things. And I don't see my artifacts. I don't, get, I don't have my artifacts. And I'm like, what does this mean? Where do they go? Do I have to go to the vendor to pick it up? Do I have to, are they in my inventory? Is it in my vault? What is it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So I start going around the forums, and the people in the forums are like, hey, I just got artifacts, leasing artifacts. What are these? Now, I, I watch I watch Lono do it, and he got an artifact, and he got a like an actual skin, like a decal. Okay? So when you go to your challenge and look at the what it is, the Elysian um, mission, whatever it is, it says there's 67 items that are listed there. 52 of them are decals, right? There's like three three emotes, two dec uh, two graphics, whatever. There's, just, there's 67 things. There's 95 things that are not on the list because at the bottom it says I have three of 162. And I'm like, okay, so 
which ones did I get? It doesn't say. It says I have 362. 95 of them don't show up. And then I find out that it's just materials. It's just materials. Like, go craft a weapon or whatever. And I'm like, what? What are we talking about? How hard? How hard is it to take a game, right? I understand that they want to make money on their on their cosmetics with their with their armor pieces. Cool. Put them in there. Stop giving us two every day or two every other day, right? And then rotate the same ones over and over. We don't want them. No one's buying them. Give us something that we want to buy, right? They showed back in November. I showed it on my stream in February, okay, or January, okay? They had like 50 cosmetics that they could just automatically put into the game. Why wouldn't you put this in the game? Why wouldn't you put armor in the game so people can go, oh, how much is that? Oh, 61,000? Oh, that's a cool one. Oh, there's two pieces? Oh, man, I would love that. I only have enough to buy one. I guess I have to grind some more to get the one. No. Instead, they're like, I'll wait two days to see what the rotation is. Nope. Don't want it. I'm going to keep grinding. What am I grinding for? I don't like anything, so what, what's the point of playing? Right? Take, take four pieces of gear, full sets, put a time limit on it, 40 days. Put them in each of the strongholds, right? So that's that's four, four sets of armor for each of the characters in one in one in stronghold and another stronghold and another stronghold. Okay, that's what 12, 12 pieces of armor that you're putting three sets of armor for, for each of the characters. Those stay there for forty days. Then you tell people in forty days these rotate. Here, here's me. So what this makes me do? I run strongholds. I keep running strongholds until I get the full set of cosmetic gear. Okay? No, they don't do that. They don't even put cosmetic gear in in the fucking chests. Why? Why are we doing this? 2019, multiple games have come out, and I don't understand they're making so many bad choices. And now I'm not mad individually at these developers, right? But I am upset or concerned that these developers don't know what they're doing with the, what they have when people are telling them straight out, put this in your game, we will pay for your stuff. Put this in your game, we will grind for your stuff. What do you think, Sarge? It's like watching a bunch of paraplegics run a marathon. I don't understand at this time in the year after numerous looter shooters have come out that you don't have any inkling on what to do, never mind how to do it. It's not even a question of, it's not even a question of they're not doing it. They don't know how to do it. That's what makes it so aggravating. They made a game that doesn't have an end, that doesn't have the stuff to keep you busy to make believe there's an end. Right. Okay. There's 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 so little to say about that. I can no longer support any AAA company that doesn't have an actual product anymore. Like literally a product, an actual product. I buy a product, it's a finished product, I play the product, I put the product back on, I talk about the product, how I love the product, and we move on to the next product. Right. This this ongoing thing of trying to force people to play a game for more than three months at a time, every day, all day, and never have an ending, and never have content yeah. to make believe there's an ending, 
it's over. It's over. As soon as soon as the younger generation understands that they are being severely and utterly screwed by the man, as soon as they start to understand what that actually means, as opposed to just throwing money at fun, because whatever is fun is fun to you. I get it. But once you begin to understand that you are just being screwed, literally screwed out of money, okay, then when you don't buy the product anymore, this shit will stop. But here, okay, here. this shit will stop immediately. Yeah. If you stop buying the crap, they will stop making it. I, I understand, I'm telling what, you I understand it. what I understand what you're saying, but here's the problem. Kids that are 15 now that are paying or 18 now, when they get to about 20, 22, they'll be like, uh, you know what? I get it now. I understand what those people were talking about on that podcast Listen, five I, years ago. I get it, man. But I the younger get generation gets older and then they start spending money. Right? And it's an endless cycle. But that's why, but that's why they want the monthly subscriptions to a service. They want they because they know they can't keep doing this shit forever. People are going to start waking up out of the fucking game coma that they apparently are living in for the last 18 <laughs> months. Okay. Eventually someone's gonna get up and go, okay. Uh, I don't think this is correct. You think there, Steve? You think you think giving them one hundred and twenty dollars for a pre-order for a game that never was done, right. that's broke, was a mistake? You think? Right. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people in the in the in the ballpark, and I'm not saying. Look, I think Anthem itself, the 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 regular version, and, I, and when I say this, the storyline of the of the game is a fun game. I think it's worth. The sixty dollars. You don't know it's broke though until you get to end game. The end game is broke, and I, I said this. That's called manipulation. No, I got That's you. Called, that is called manipulating yeah. the consumer. Right. So, my my thing is that that you don't know about, and I I just hit me again. I was just playing Division, and I don't hate Division. I know people in my channel are like, uh oh, he's not going to play Division anymore. I am going to play Division, but I beat the game last night. The story. Not the game. You can't beat the game because it's an online service game. You're trying to get to max max gear score, right? But I played through the game, and I absolutely loved it, right? It would have taken me about 52 hours. Uh, I did it in 47. But the last couple hours, I was playing with a bunch of group members in my clan, right? And they got me through stuff pretty fast. But if I didn't play with them and I was just doing it by myself, I would, I would get an additional like four hours out of the out of the content that I had. All right, so I'll, I'll say around 50 hours. I'll say 50 hours. It took me to complete everything in the game up till end game. Okay. Now, once end game clicked in, this is my thought process, right? I was doing each section and I was doing control points. And in the control points, I was taking over. Now, I know there's people going to comment going, well, no, there's more than that 30, but this is, this is my take on it right now. So as I'm done with the main game, a new enemy comes across the Black Tusk, and they take over the whole map that I just completed, which is cool. I like that, right? They added a, f a fourth faction to it, right? So now I'm fighting the other three factions plus the old, plus the new faction, and then those faction fights the other factions as well. Okay. As I'm playing through, I'm like, oh, well, that settlement that I unlocked, I can't fast travel to anymore. So then I have to go do control points to unlock the control points in that area. And when I do get them both green, that settlement unlocks. And I'm like, cool, this is, I like this. So I take him over and then I move over to the next section. By the time it was done with one of the other things I was doing over in the other section, 
one of the control points in the section I just left got taken over again. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. How fast was that, right? I gave them all my materials, so they all had 100 supplies or whatever. So you would think maybe if it goes down to 50% of everything, then maybe they get overtaken again. But no, they got taken over within like 20 minutes. So I was like, okay. So I have to go back and do that. Well, there's like, there's like 12, 14, 16 locations of control points on a map. And I get that you go from section to section, do everything in that section, get the gear, level up your gear, go do the strongholds. Once you do the, once you do the strongholds, okay, then you go to World Tier 2. Then once you do it again, you level up, you get your, you get your gear score up, then you do the strongholds again, and then you go to Tier 3. Rinse and repeat, Tier 4, Tier 5. So as I started doing this, I'm still in Tier 1. I'm still in Tier tier 1. I'm like, okay, so I'm getting, I'm getting gear, and my gear is at 301 now. I'm at 301. I'm like, so what am I doing here? So what is this process that I'm doing, right? Because World 1 to 2 is like the same. It's just harder. The difficulty gets harder, which means I have to find better weapons. So then I have to get the same weapon that I have. So if I like this AR weapon, and it's at a 301, now I'm trying to find it at a 350, and a 360, and a 400, and a 420, and a 5... You know what I mean? Like, I'm constantly trying to get the same weapon that I like for my build back randomly as I go through stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to continue doing this because, okay, I get to, I get to tier two, I get to tier three, I get to tier four. Okay, there's tier five. Now I get to tier five. Then what? Then what? Tier six, right? Same thing with Anthem. It's like, what am, what am, I, what am I doing, right? I'm getting the same guns because I'm not leveling guns here, Sarge, right? I'm not leveling guns because end game is not really end game. End game is middle game. End game, end game is tier five, tier, world tier five end game. And then top gear score then once you get top to your gear score then you can start building your your loadouts for what you want but until then you're kind of like wasting your time yes you're being entertaining and it's fun but i don't know if i could do the same thing over five times do you know what i'm saying like i have to find this ar five times to get it to, to level up to the, the spot that i want context context in a game doesn't matter the type of game matters the story the point of the game matters. An endless game loop for loot with no with no substantial context to it doesn't mean anything, okay? It becomes meaningless chore. But the only point that they, that they do it, they're not even doing it on purpose. The, the way that they construct their own game makes the actual game loop boring and pointless because there's no reason to get the items that they are dropping for there's no reason there is people that there's like not. the game well people that like the game more than me can tell you all you can go look there's hunters in the game which we got two masks yesterday right there's 12 hunters total that you can collect stuff i like that that's cool where i can collect right. the different masks and stuff that's cool but to level up my guns the way i'm doing is a gear score is light level is like what's the point division did a lot better job than destiny did as far as gear and grind like loot just falls out of the sky and you're just getting just, but that's that's the curtain right the curtain is how much loot is falling in front of you and you're like oh this is so good right i'm getting i'm getting gold ones that i like yes, i'm not but, using them but yes, i'm getting but them right that you're getting okay the part that the part that's missing out of all these games is the areas of the game that you have to go to because of that gear right 
right? It's it's just it's it's just a number. It's just a level. It's not that okay. So in order for me to kill the guys that are in this zone, I've got to be two fifty, okay? Or whatever. So then yeah. my goal becomes. I've got to get guns that are, make me 250. Right. And then so once I, I get guy. the bare minimum, I'm 250 and I'm allowed to go in there. When I go in there, I'm getting my ass kicked. Right. Because I'm not ready enough. So you need 260. Okay? Right. And then you're in there collecting guns so you can bump you up a little bit better until you're better for that zone. Right. That's the curve. Right. That's the that's the bell curve of the, of the difficulty and then becoming better and then it becomes easier. And then after that, you kill a boss, you do whatever the story progresses, the story progresses. And then you go from there to another zone that you have to be higher again. Well, it's just like an MMO. OK, you make the you make the reasons why getting to 50 are difficult and rewarding. And then when you get to the end, then you have some other place to go with those weapons. A crazy boss, a crazy team boss, a crazy PvP area, whatever it is, they don't know how to construct that. All they're doing is making a game loop and dropping shit in your face, and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Great. Why? Where am I going with this right. bazooka? Where am I going with this chain gun? I'm just killing guys quicker. For what reason? you got to give context and story for the reason why you're doing it. Otherwise, it becomes pointless. So It's just busy work. Right. So the way Division 2 is set up that I can tell so far, and again, I'm in early endgame. I'm in early endgame. I'm going to continue playing. But you basically, for the majority of the people, they they get through their main story as fast as possible to get to their gear score. And then once they're in their gear score... Now, tier one to tier four, because tier five comes out, I think, this week. I think it comes out Friday or whatever, April 5th, right? So tier tiers one through four mean absolutely nothing because you're you're grinding through that just so you can go to tier five as fast as possible. And then once you get to tier five, now you're trying to build your gear up. So you can, let's say you're, you like ARs. So now you're trying to do a build that has all AR stuff and then you do more head damage against elites or whatever. But then what? You beat the game. Is that beating the game? Is that it? Like I get to tier world tier five. I beat the three strongholds. And then what? Do I put the controller down then and wait for tier six? Like what, what is the reason? If I can use any gun, as long as I have that build, what is the point of getting all these guns? What's the point? Incremental incremental growth for a character is fine as long as there's enough gear in the game that lets people build types of classes of guy for the play style that that guy wants to do. That's what makes it fun. If I want to be a guy, and I, I'm going to use Destiny as the template first, and then we can go to Division, okay? If I want to be a guy that wants to use heavy weapons, okay? I sacrifice speed for the ability to use heavy weapons, which means I can't run away, okay? So now I find armor and I find guns that complement the, the specialist skills that I, I have in the game that's for heavy weapons. It lets me shoot heavy weapons faster. I get to carry have more heavy ammo. I get to carry multiple heavy guns. And so I get to carry whatever the whatever the perks of the class are, I get. And then I play the heavy character 
in the group that I'm playing, or maybe I'm playing by myself and I'm just a heavy dude. Okay. I don't run. I blow up cars. And I just, I take the damage. I don't run. Okay. Then another guy wants to be super stealth sniper. Okay. Super stealth sniper likes to run around real quick. You can barely see him. He's camouflaged. He wears the gear where you can barely see him at all. And he's just popping off people here and there. But when he gets shot, he takes a lot more damage. Okay. There's templates. There's things for characters. It doesn't matter the type of game, whether it's Division or a medieval game or fucking whatever. It's the same. If you don't have context for the character that you are, then the game falls apart. Anthem has it. It has it there. They just don't want to give you any fucking loot. Right. I don't understand right. the game. If the game is a looter shooter and you're missing the fucking looter, what the fuck is the point of playing? Okay? <laughs> I, I Cool, you're a guy flying around. I get it. You're awesome. But I picked the Colossus because I want to be a heavy guy. I picked the, I picked the Infiltrator because I want to be melee. Whatever it is you want to do, let the player play it the way he wants to play. But give him context for what he's doing. Right. Right. There's there is zero effort. You guys, you guys don't see it because you're too blinded by the beauty by the, of it, by the cool factor right. of the game. You're not looking at the inner workings of that type of game. It just can't be. It's pretty. OK, you have got to give people something in the game to strive for. If I want to be the best sniper, then I got to look for the sniper gear. Do I get the sniper gear all the time? Because I'm a sniper? No. You get a bunch of shit gear that you don't need, but you got to get rid of it. Okay. But every 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 hour or so, you get a couple pieces of sniper gear, and you start building your sniper. That, build. I was just gonna say. Okay. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's not supposed to be a large collection of trap that I throw on top of myself, and then I'm going through it all. I got materials, and I got stuff. Like, who gives a shit? Right. Right. Got to give me something to work toward. This is this is what I was gonna say. I think Monster Hunter does a good job at this, right? Because Monster Hunter, if Hands you want to if you want to build, you want to build a weapon, or you want to build a piece of armor, you need to go kill that boss. Okay, that that monster to get the materials so you can make that weapon and then that weapon is good. And then why do you want that weapon? Because that weapon is skilled in something that you want to do in in division. I have an AR and then on that AR it has it has, um, you know, a head perk. Uh, it's got I, I do more damage to, to body armor and stuff. But it's like, why? Why can't I just take this gun? Why do I need to go find another AR? 400 more times as I'm leveling up. Why can't I just find the AR that I like and then start killing bosses knowing that this boss has a potential of dropping this material, right? These parts to this weapon. And then I can take these parts and then add them to build a better gun, right? To, go, nuances, to now go up. The nuances are lost. They're lost inside the game. They don't allow, the game doesn't allow people to do the things that they want to do for purpose in the game. Okay, that's the part that's missing. If we if we if I use the Borderlands 2 template, okay, they say there's a bazillion guns. Okay, that's a great sales technique. I would say yeah, maybe the there's a good 100, 150 guns in that game. Like but templates, the, but, right. templates of guns. Right, but the, 100, the 150. And then the stats themselves, each category of stat has its own RNG within right. a certain parameter. And so you're just rolling dice and the gun comes out however it is. So the best cannon that I find, if you find the same cannon as me from the same boss, 
the gun is not exactly the same. Right. Okay. There's stats that are different. So yes, on certain circumstances, there is a god roll for a specific weapon. If you keep looking, if for you the want gun, that, right? That's right. But that's if your you own potential grind. Looking, right. But if I find if I find a really good AR and the AR has a really good stability but doesn't have good damage, now I'm looking for the same AR and I'm looking for stability and better damage. That's what you're looking for. That's what you lock on to while I'm playing because I like ARs, okay? I don't give a shit about the SMGs. I don't give a shit about the sniper rifles. I'm just throwing all that shit away because the character I'm trying to build right now, I want them to have a really good AR, okay? These are the these are the templates of the characters in the game that are missing. You don't allow people to go for what they want to go for. You don't allow the you don't want you don't a lot of times the gear itself doesn't synergize until almost the end of the game. Right. So if 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 you're going to follow that mentality where you don't want the player to be OP before the end of the game, then the RNG has to be where you don't get a bunch of stuff of the same armor set, right? Like I'll get a couple pieces of this armor set and a couple weapons that go with it. And now somebody finds those pieces and say, hey, look, this goes with the AR. Let's try this with the AR for a couple hours. Let me see if I like the AR with this. Or let's see if I like the submachine gun with this. But they don't give you the whole set as you play in right. the in the leveling process. That gives you a chance to rotate gear, find out what you like, what kind of play style that you're into, depending on the type of situations that you encounter in the game. If I find a lot of long distance long distance uh uh conflicts okay that i want sniper rifles if i find out that i'm in close quarters for half the game and i have smgs now it makes you kind of switch they don't tell you to switch but you start to switch over because this right. section of the game is all indoors so now maybe i lean towards shotguns and smgs as opposed to ars and sniper rifles but that's up to you right, right. i give you the field to play in you decide what you want right and then when you get to end game then you start dropping stuff towards full set gear of whatever they're looking for, right? Because now they, they need to mean the something. leveling process right. through the leveling process. They have tried multiple templates and they figure out which ones they like. And now when you get to the end game, end end game. then they start focusing on what it is they really want. Oh, we got to beat that dude. Okay. And in order to beat that dude, I got to have good shotgun. Right. There's no way I'm going to beat them. I can beat them with SMG and I can beat them with an AR. But if I'm smart enough, and I've learned since I have played the entire game all the way through. I know what guns are better in what situations according to this game. And now I search for those guns for my end game so I can defeat those bosses. They don't have that. Well, I don't know if they have that in division yet because I'm not there yet, but Division does have a skill tree. So there's three there's three classes. You can pick the sniper class, the arrow, bow and arrow, and the grenade launcher. And there's a skill tree that you go through and stuff like that, which that is another endgame uh, perk. So while you're going through endgame, you're starting to level this up so you get better as you go. The reason I have a problem with Division, I can see it before I even play it, right? I just, I just dipping my toe into it. World Tier 1 to World Tier 4 is whatever, right? Because you're trying to get to World Tier 5, so it's just filler to get to World Tier 5. Where if you just got rid of the filler and World Tier 1 was World Tier 5, 
right? You know what I mean? Where it, it, it's more substance where, as you were saying, like you build the guns up that you want, the bosses that you have, I can kill this boss with the sniper rifle, but if I had a shotgun with this certain perk on it, it would kill this guy faster. Why do I want to kill him faster? And this is where cosmetic stuff comes in, right? Like collector stuff comes in because that that would be the carrot of why being a boss, right? Because once you beat the boss 500 times, you're like, okay, big whoop. But if you could beat the boss and there's a potential of him dropping some cosmetic or collector thing that you can get, maybe this happens. Now, I know the hunters have the masks. I don't. I haven't heard anything yet. And chat, maybe you guys could help me. If the bosses in the strongholds drop something that you're going for, like there are people in World Tier 4 right now but why I want to hear from Chad if you guys are there. Like, why do you play? What makes you keep <laughs> playing if it's in Destiny, if it's an Anthem, if it's in Division? What makes Sarge, what makes Borderlands more fun to play doing the same thing than Destiny or than Anthem or than Division? Because first of all, when you leveled up, you got skill points, and the skill points were put into a tree. And the tree had different classes within its own class. If I want to do this and this, or if I want to do this and this, it let people pick the points and put it in the skills that they wanted to match up with guns that they found. Okay. The fun of the game is finding and trying out the guns. Okay. Uh, Vladoff guns had a bunch of ammo, right? I, I forget what the other one was that has it's heavy bullets. All, all the bullets are explosive. Like, and then you find like the armor set and stuff that you had. That's just fun. It's just it's pure unadulterated fun. I'm right. running around with these crazy ass weapons. And what do my skills do for these kind of weapons? They they don't see it. The developers or whoever's in charge, they don't see it. So I'll give you a good example. I'll do division. OK, so in division, let's say the reason to get the gear that you want is because if I kill that boss, he drops an uber piece of gear. But here's the trick. I can only get the uber piece of gear from him. If I kill him quick enough, there's my first, there's my first idea. Okay. Right. If I kill him quick enough and you don't know this right away, it's not told to you. Yeah. It's because you have to got to play the game. All right. It's not told to you. You play the game. You find a way to kill a guy in 10 minutes and he's dropping oranges, your masterworks, whatever you want to call it, whatever, whatever your top stuff is. It's high end. High end. Right. But you don't get like the armor that you want. For some reason, you don't get the armor that you want. You just get the gun. Right. Then you start getting the gun and you find some different pieces of armor that might not be as good, not as good as your top level armor, but they jive better with your gun because it gives your gun better division damage. division does that. Right? So now I'm, I'm a little bit less armored, but my gun does more damage, and now I can kill the boss in three minutes. Now when I get to kill the boss in three minutes, now he's dropping armor pieces for something me. Something else, ooh, right. Ooh, I didn't know that. What, why is he dropping armor now? And once again, this is not something that you know. It's something that you learn. Right. There's just one drop in the pond for you people. I don't understand how difficult it is to come up with reasons to have the gear in your game to do the stuff that you want to do. Right. In order to get to planet X, I got to have level a thousand. Right. I'm running around this planet for fucking ever. OK. And all I can get is 750. Why can't I get to a thousand? Well, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Let's go back to the bosses that I was getting other stuff from, and let's see what they drop if I kill them better. Or right. let's see if I kill them with – maybe I got to kill them with a specific weapon. Maybe I got to kill them all if we're in a clan, right? All kinds of shit you can do. Just trial and error. People build, People are just fucking around. 
We got, I'm going to try this fucking set. Let's go get him. I'm going to try this fucking set. Let's go get this guy over here. I'm going to try this fucking set. Let's go over here. And you're just learning as you play. And then everybody's on the internet. So it's like, okay, I killed this dude. Right. And One for person a week, does it. For, everyone finds for it. A week, for a week straight. But that's why it makes it random. If For a week straight, I was killing this guy. And all he gave me was guns. And then all of a sudden, I started getting armor drops from him. And I can't figure out why. Right. So th then you have people trying to figure shit out. That's what gamers love to do anyway. They want to figure shit out. They want to know what what's it going to take to beat this guy the best? What's it going to take for me to be defensive the best? What's it going to take for me to go into the PvP match and be more bullet spongy in order for me to get the best gear out of the dark zone? Like these are all things that are in the game. They're in the fucking game. They've been there forever. Why now are they completely ignoring everything about a looter shooter? and just throwing you into a place where you're getting guns. It's fun, right? You're getting guns. You're getting guns. It's awesome. You're getting guns and some skins. It's awesome. Like, no, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay? Go back and play Borderlands 2. Go back and play it. Anybody who hasn't played it, try it. I'm sure it's free somewhere for 10 bucks, worth every penny. Free or 10 bucks. Watch, watch how fun it is to run around popping people heads off with the different types of weapons that you find in that game. Okay? For the sheer fun of it. It was for the fun of it. It was nothing else, right? Getting your ass handed to you and then realizing, well, that dude is armored as fuck. I need heavy guns, okay? I, I need to get some Karkovs or or whatever right. whatever the company names were in Borderlands. I can't remember them all I at like the Torque. moment. I like right? Torque. Torque. Torque was the big yeah. Torque was the explosive ones. And if you didn't have a Torque gun, then you couldn't kill them, okay? Don't cry about it. Don't write the developer about it. Don't post a blog about it because you're unhappy with your Vladoff not being able to kill a dude. Go find a fucking torque gun and go kill him, right? <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be for, right? Back in the day, a boss was made specifically for you to figure out how to defeat the boss. I'm not sure if the rest of you understand this. Not every boss can be defeated every way. So you right. learned how to kill a boss in a specific way. Yes, you can kill any boss anyway, but in order to get the weapons you want, in order to get the things that you want, you got to figure out the best way to kill them, not just kill them, okay? That's what makes it interesting. Give me the guns. Let them fall from the sky. Let me figure out the combinations between the armor and the weapon. Let me test out templates that I want to play in this game. What happens if in Division I want to be I want to be fucking what's-his-face? Uh, who was the dude back in all the action movies that do dual pistols all the fucking time? It was oh. dual pistol man. Who, what was his name? All right? How come I can't do dual pistol man? How come I can't run around in the division with ivory with stainless steel, ivory handled fucking Because it's pistol? Tom because it's Tom Clancy. Right? I don't care. No, but that's why I, I that's why you can't do it. Care. I'm telling you why you can't do it in division. Give me two, yeah. give me two fucking I don't care. Berettas, yeah. I don't care. But let me be where's the two fisted pistol guy? How come I can't be him? Right? Yeah. I got I'll get all these guns. What what pistols are just what in case you run out of bullets? Right. In case I burn out 75 clips of AR ammo on a guy I can't kill because they're too bullet spongy. I switch to pistols finally. And now I can do pistols or maybe I just do pistols whenever. This is what I'm talking about. Their narrow vision and their lack of innovation for a game system that's been out for at least 15 years is killing them. OK, because they don't allow it to grow. They don't allow the player base to just enjoy the game you mean because they're too concerned on trying to figure out how to get you to buy fucking cosmetic bullshit in a looter shooter. You're, you're talking about when you say when you say um, 
15 years you're talking about the actual genre of, of that of that game oh, shooter yeah not not the system okay no no not the yeah. system yeah like what fun first i'll buy shit after <clears throat> i just awesome first i'll buy shit after so okay study i got i got a question for you uh and this is off topic for what we're talking about you say you have all characters to 700 and that's cool that you got all your characters to, to that right and you're and you're collecting the triumphs and i, I understand the would you be upset if they resetted you, I don't know why you got deleted there, Duplass. Um, would you be upset if they resetted everything again and you had to start over again for Destiny Three because you got everything that you wanted? Would you? You probably would be okay with that, I gotta, right? I got a comment on. I got a comment on that question right there. Let me know when you're ready. Hold on. Uh, the raids in Destiny Endgame, they just don't have many incentives right now. Why does that get crossed out? I don't know why that gets crossed out. I gotta look into it. <laughs> I can see it, Duplass. It's not like it's crossing you out, but yeah, but, but... I I just don't understand. I always feel, and I had a I had a discussion with Lono on on Monday night. We had a good back and forth about bringing guns forward, right? Like I always talk about if I find a gun in PVE, it's a if it's a PVE game, right? Player versus environment. If I have a gun in year one that I get. It's not year five. I'm still using year one because I upgraded it and it's it's my meta. Why does that affect anybody else? It doesn't, right? Like I should be able to use the guns I want to use as long as I want to use them, right? Like everyone's like, well, I don't want the same meta over and over, but yet they use the same weapon for a year, like the Midnight Coup or whatever they're using. Because it's the best gun. Correct. But what I'm saying is any gun that you pick should be the best gun if you are investing time into it and and making that gun your best gun if the role is correct if a god rolls is made on a weapon and that gun is the best it can be for the class of weapon that it is it's going to inevitably inevitably become the new meta okay the comment that you and luno had where he said you got to prune the rose bush. I completely understand what he's talking about. But the problem is, is you have to be a blind monkey in a room full of bananas that you can tell me that you want to use Fatebringer, okay? And right. you love Fatebringer because of the head pop. You just love that head yeah, pop. Just a fun gun. I love that head right. pop. It's just a fun right? gun. Right. The head pop was the shit, okay? Now, you're going to tell me I'm not allowed to use the Fatebringer because we got to prune the rose bush and get rid of that gun for another gun. But meanwhile, the another gun you're going to have is going to have a different skin, but the same ability as the Fatebringer. Right. So what is the fucking difference if I want to use the Fatebringer for two years or let you erase it and then me find another Fatebringer? That's not called Fatebringer. That does the same shit. Right. What's the difference? Right. The roles are the difference. The roles are the difference. Right. The, the, the random role on a gun shouldn't make the gun specifically that gun. The random roll on the gun lets it become a type of gun and possibly the best type of gun in that category. Right. And that's if you're, the difference. Right. And if you're using if you're using a shotgun and your shotgun's got the same perks as my as, as my gun and it does super damage, but on your perks, and I have my pistol that I'm using, and we're playing together and we're just dominating everyone because we have the best guns we have. We're not all using the same armor. We're not all using the same weapon because it's the meta. You do you see what I'm saying? Like I should be able to yes. use what I want, and you should be able to use what you want. And I understand where Buckeye's coming from, right? He says, well, they have to reset the weapons and gear to justify the purchase of the new game. That's not my problem. My problem... That's correct, Bucky. Right. But you have to know that the minute you say that statement, you go, I'm okay paying another $60 right. to get new guns my, that do the same shit. My, right? issue, my issue would be that's on the developers to put stuff in the game 
to make me find a new weapon to make my favorite gun, right? But the gun, the if you're going to put that kind of system in the game, the gun is not specifically designed to be an, a god roll. The roll makes the gun a god roll. So any gun can be the best gun. It depends on how many times you found the gun. Maybe it's not... To use to use Destiny as the example, right? Fatebringer had those rolls on it. Okay, some of those stats would have changed, but those stats are in there. Like the the perks. Right, well, they changed the exotic gun. stats, right? They yes, changed the exotic the stats. The perks were always there. What I'm saying is, if you're going to make a gun random roll, then all guns are random rolls within their category. And so, if I find a Luna, a Luna can be as badass as a Fatebringer if it had the same rolls. Right. Right. Just let me find the gun. This is why I think I, I think mods are a big misconception from Destiny in this conversation. Um, because mods should have been like like uh like, we gotta move on. Like We're gonna be in the like chewables, right? You should take this mod and put it on your weapon, and then if I go into one nightfall and I'm using my Fate Bringer, and I keep using Fate Bringer because it's it's my favorite gun from D one. I agree one hundred percent with you, Studley, as far as the universe should expand. I've always said that. I've always said that, right? You put a new stuff, right? This it's, should be this should be the flag of Bungie, right? So it's it's just going to some squished. dude in a box. So I I agree the universe should expand. Like the game from D one to now should have did this, right? And you could have gotten anything or do anything in this universe that you want, right? Instead, they're like, here's this expansion. Go play this until you hate us, you and, hate and, it. And, and, and right until you hate it. Eat your vegetables. Eat pizza every day until you don't like pizza anymore. Right. And then we're gonna switch to tacos. Right. And then we're going to tacos. Tacos. And you know what I mean? Eat tacos until you drop dead. <laughs> right. So th that's the issue. I think mods in the game, like, okay, I'm I'm in this I'm in this nightfall, and I'm using the fate bringer, but my fate bringer only does whatever. But now I should be able to put um, uh, elemental damage on it, and my mod does more damage against yellow bar guys. Right. And at the end of that. I lose those mods on that weapon, right? I have no more mods, so I have to go farm for mods. Well, where do those mods drop? Oh, those mods drop from these people. So you would go farm these mods to get enough to hold in your stash that you could just put them all, all the guns that you want. So it doesn't matter what gun you use. You could be your gun. You could play the way you want because based on your grinding for these mods to put on your weapons that are just like the synths that you had in, in D1. Right. If you don't want the leveling process of the gun, right? Because no one wants to grind for a weapon to level up your weapon. It doesn't make any sense to me. You're, you'll go grind. You're playing, you're playing the game for a thousand hours. Right. Why is it? Why is it me trying to level a gun via experience is a problem? I'm going to be shooting the gun right. anyway. Right. Plus, if if you're not grinding for the weapon, then you're just grinding for light, and the light means absolutely nothing because you're only grinding to get your light up so you can get into certain sections, and then you do more damage. But to get my guns that I want up, I have to infuse them with with certain things. I have to use guns that I don't want to use, which are shitty guns that make you do nothing. And you just like, uh, I, I it feels like a chore. I, I just don't understand these looter shooter games that don't let you play how you want to play. In Borderlands, I can literally use 15 different guns to kill a boss, right? Based on how my build is, right? Or, some are better than others. Of course they are. But... I can play with any gun that I want to use, and they're all viable. Where this, Midnight Coup is the, is the best gun that you get. You want that gun. You want the Whisper. That's what you want. You want this. This is it. Galahorn's the gun that you want the Galahorn, you know, in, in D1. Like, you had to have, there's 100 guns, but you only want two. You only want two. Everyone has to have these guns, right? 
You can't do this raid unless you have this gun. Right. If you don't have a Galahorn, we're not taking you to the raid. If you don't have X Mythic class, what? You're not. You're not. You're not coming in here. It's like, uh, okay, right. You're all legendary. You get what you want, but make sure you look this way and make sure you use this gun the same way. And if you're not using it, you're not with us. It's like great, great social game, right? Great, great, great party game, folks. I don't know if Division's that bad. Destiny is in a bad state for that. Anthem's in a terrible state on, on their loot system. Division I like, but I'm just looking at it going, is if gaming if gaming was the United States, then Anthem is Puerto Rico. <laughs> right, right, right. I just, I just feel like I just got into Endgame, and I'm looking at it now, and I'm going, well, World Tier One to World Tier Five doesn't seem very, very different, right? It's just the same thing, rinse and repeat, four times to get to the end game, and then I can start working. Because there's no point to keeping any guns that I have now, anyway, because the next gun I pick up is going to be higher than the gun that I have. Let me let, let's move on. Let me throw one hand grenade, and we're going to move on, right? Here's one hand grenade. Old school, old school mentality, right? I spec out my. I'm gonna use. The, I'm already. We're gonna use Destiny as the template for this one, right? I spec out my Hunter for Void because the 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 world area that I want to go into has all Void shit, and I want to be able to do as much damage as possible. Right. However, the guys in Void World are specifically designed to kill Void people. Yeah. Okay. So if I decide to be a badass and go into that level full out Void. I'm going to get hosed if I don't have somebody else with me that can counter the guys that I run into. Yeah. I can kill a lot of the guys. Right. But I'm going to do a lot of damage. But I'm like a glass can. I'm like a glass cannon. Right. That's if I go in with somebody else. Now, if I go in by myself, I can't spec out that way. I've got to spread it out a little bit more so I can defend against the guys that I know are in this world because I've run it a couple times and I've gotten my ass kicked. That's another level. You see what I'm talking about? No, no. Like, you, there's, there's there's brief brief moments of that in Destiny because they have shield guys that you have to knock on their shields with certain yes yeah yes but that should be something that's in the game constantly and a constant rotation. If I go to this area this week when during the reset happens, then all of a sudden I realize that I'm getting my ass kicked. Everybody here is fucking uh, fire. Everybody's fire. I'm getting burned to a crisp. So now I right, got to switch solar. out my gear a little bit. Right. Hopefully I have this gear. I got to switch out the gear that defends against fire. Okay. That's the that's how you change it right. up every week. And if you, you want don't me to use something different, right? Right. Let, let's use let's use just for one brief second. Here's another hand grenade, and we're moving on. Right here we go. Right. <laughs> battlefield. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. We're going to be talking order, about battlefield. In anyway. order for me to use the, one of the cool guns in the game, I had to kill a hundred guys with this shitty gun. Right. That's right. how it had to be for me to unlock the next gun. I had to use this gun. A hundred. I had to kill a hundred guys with this shitty gun. Learn how to use the gun. I, that's the whole point. Learn to use the gun. Now, I, once I unlocked it and the next gun comes out, then either I'm attached to the gun I had, even though it's shitty because I'm really good at it now. Right. But now they throw you another gun and you got to do the same thing. Now I got to kill 100 guys with this gun in order to unlock the Nobody next wants gun. To do that. No one wants right? to do progression Which with weapons. Which lets everyone use all the guns. Right. And then people find out what guns they like and what guns Star they're Wars good Battlefront at. 2 does the same thing. Right? Does the same thing. Same deal. Yep. I Why like it. I like that. You allow me 
to learn the guns that you make instead of focusing down. I get the guns of the character in Destiny. The guns of the character, I get it. Right. But why do you make me only use the same two guns because you guys decided that these two guns are the new meta? So now we got to nerf them. Then we got to buff them. Then we got to nerf. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. It's because it's attached to PvP. So moving on from, from that looter shooter division Destiny anthem rant that we went on there. Next thing I want to talk about is Star Wars Battlefront. This is another game. Oh, we we we, we lost Sarge. He's nope. no no no. Got... I muted oh, myself, you muted yourself. on purpose. I got you. Yes, I got you on purpose. All right. So next thing I tried out, I tried out Battlefront 2's update, which is uh, was it Capital Supremacy? Now Capital Supremacy. Uh, is out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this little trailer God, for I you i want to love star wars i want to love this game i, I want to love this game so much right i do i played it i played it for four hours the other day All right this is the new supremacy mode capital supremacy so the way it is is one map it's geonosis okay two sides it's all takes place in the clone wars era okay you're going around and you're trying to board certain ships once you board the certain ships your ship takes off and then goes on to the, the, the ship up in, into the orbit, and then you battle with on the ship, and then you have to take it over. If the team fails to take it over, you go back down to the ground and battle again, continues on, and then you can either get back on the ships, or they can get so back on the ships. It's a two-tiered map. It's, it's a two-tiered two map. map. It's a tug-of-war with maps. It's a tug-of-war with maps, okay? okay? Here's what I hate. You see this taken off to the actual ship, right? That's my biggest issue with this, right? The map is like, eh. Right, it's like bland because it's just Geonosis. Look at it. it. It's not really that big. It makes it look bigger than it is because of the vistas of it, of, of it. Right, the views of it. There's NPCs with you on the ground. So there's 32 versus 32. So it's 64 players. Right, but once you go up to the ship, it's 20 versus 20. Right, there's no NPCs, but you have reinforcements based on how many people you get to the, the ships before they they launch up to the top. Let me uh, let me put this on loop. Um. So while you're there, you're on the ground, you, you, you board the ship, the ship takes off, and this is what they're missing. This is what they're missing. Why can't I go from the ground? Why can't there be ground forces fighting on the ground and then other people get in ships and then start flying and battling in the sky and then taking those and then flying into the hangar? Think about if this thing right here flying right now was piloted by a, by a regular player. And then everyone had to get to him and he had to take off and then get his guys to the actual ship and land in there and then start battling. No, they don't do that. What they do is they do a cutscene, Sarge. They do a cutscene. It's a map cutscene and it's a bad cutscene. It's like pixelated. It, like things are missing. Things are not popping in correctly. And then you land on the ship and you get out and then you're on the map. So you're on a ground map and then you're on an air map, but there's no transition in between. And this is what the best thing that everyone's told me so far, right? They tell me that, well, with these systems, it's impossible to do. So let me pause this video for a second. I'm going to pause this video. Okay, actually, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to close that video. And now I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a, a video of something that was five years ago. This the is from... Apro. No, this is five years ago. This, this video here is five years old. The video is five years yeah. old. Okay. Not the footage. This is from Free Radical. Okay, let me let me back it up just a bit here, or, or actually fast forward. Hold on. Actually, is is this it? Yeah, this is it. Okay, 
He gets in the ship from the ground, takes off. Okay, takes off. And look, he's flying. He's flying in the air. Look at this. This is amazing. Look, he, he can battle and fly around the ships that are in the air. This is on the 360, folks. This is on the, the Xbox 360. Or this could have been on Xbox One, year one, when it came out. Okay, but this this stuff's happening right now. Okay, he can fly around. He was battling on the ground, got in the ship. Now he's flying in the ship. He can go battle with other people in space. He left orbit. He's actually out of the atmosphere, and here he goes. He's landing in a ship. Okay, Battlefront 2 did this 15 years ago. Okay, but there was no, no leaving the actual atmosphere, right? Free Radical said, hey, we can do that. Let's do that. But for some reason, DICE, making their game so badass, looking. It looks gorgeous. It, hands down, it's one of the gor most gorgeous games you've ever played. But for some reason, the technology, they don't have the technology that Free Radical had seven years ago. How, how is this possible? People are asking for Star Wars. They're, we're very simple people, right? We're like, hey, give us Galactic Conquest. No. We're not giving you Galactic Conquest. No, we we're going to give you Capital Supremacy. Capital Supremacy. That's, that's what you're getting because that's what we say. Okay. And then when they told us about Capital Supremacy, we're like, all right, cool. Right? So they're going to give us a map. And then oh, wait, we get to battle from the ground and then to the spaceship. And then you start the map. You look up and you're like, there's the spaceship. Oh, man. We're going to oh, the ships are landing. We're going to get on the ship and it's going to take us up there. No, it's just a fucking cutscene. And you're like, really? Why? Why is this a thing? Why are we 2019, 2012, oh, 10, oh, by the way, 9? By the way, one map. Oh, right. It's one map. Well, one map. That's, the, that's the slow drip content, Sarge. One, one map. Yeah, slow drip because I'm dying of cancer. Someone give me some medicine. <laughs> slow drip yeah, content. Slow drip content. Yeah, a year yeah. and a half. They've given us Count Dooku, Anakin Skywalker, uh, Solo, uh, um, Lando, and like, Two other people. And we don't Grievous. know. And we don't know. We don't know if if another game's coming out this year. We don't know. No, the Star Wars game that's coming out this year is the Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, I don't so think that means. That I don't means think the travesty. The travesty of Battlefront was so horrendous that they're not coming back out with. What they one. said after Battlefront One came out, they said they were going to do a Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront, and we were like, and okay. We yeah, that's great. And then that got flushed completely. That got down flushed down the toilet because of Battlefront 2's microtransactions and the and the and the the appalling descent of it. Uh so they got rid of it, right? I, I missed this part. Him wrapping up the ad at Walker. Where that with two people. Yeah, with, Never, with, with two people with in two one people. thing. Yeah. Let's let's not forget that, bro. You were in the front Wait, flying, and I was in the back of the right. snow speeder, and you're like, okay, I'm getting ready to pass his legs. Get ready, right? And we go around, and I missed the first time. I'm like, all right, I gotta I gotta lead the target, right? And you're like, okay, I'm gonna go through his legs one more time. Here we go. And then you 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 flew right. through, right. I hooked him, I'm like, I got it hooked. <laughs> and like, and you're going around, and then you have to actually detach the cable, otherwise you blow up. Right. Right? You have to know when to detach right. the cable. Here's a game mode, free radical. Again, this game's like seven years old. And then never released. Look, Ewok Hunt. Look, Ewoks versus Stormtroopers. Right? Ewoks versus Stormtroopers. This took 18 months. Or I'm sorry. It took a year to bring out in the new version. In the new version. Look, you could be the Gungans. Cannot be the Gungans in this in this one. No no Gungans in, in Battlefront 2. Okay? It's, it's mind-boggling to me that all this stuff that they put in, 
and they were gonna make they were gonna make a great game. Look, look at these, look at these these Jedi's. Oh, look, look at these, look at these battles. Right, all 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 stuff did in Free Radical. They had story, they had right cool stuff, man. Dice can't do any of this. They're superior in every way, but they can't they can't do nine year old technology. It's mind boggling, bro. Absolutely mind boggling. It, it was it was a very it was a very poor poor um, vision. I mean. I'm very disappointed with Star Wars. I want to love the game. I do. They've added a lot of cool stuff, but again, it's so slow over time of what you're doing. It's like, really, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, like here, here's one, here's one for you. Ready? How come we just can't have a space battle where there's five ships aside, okay, and they're firing at each other, and whatever ships that you have to defend or fight against, and once the ship blows out, that ship's gone, like a battleship type of game. Well, you're not in the in the big capital ships. You mean galactic like, supremacy, like no, no, the galactic no, no, conquest? No, no, no. Like, like there's five ships on one side and there's five ships on the other. They're like this, right? They're, oh, like, you're they, just doing they, massive battle right? between ship and to there's ship. There's a space battle, but then when you blow up the ship, that they lose that ship, right. and then they only have four, and then they only have three. Okay, that and was 2008. Whoever loses, whoever loses all the ships first wins, like that, or loses, like that's like what? What are we talking about? Did you guys see that? Like, how how hard is it to make a fun game? 2008 is when that that came out. 2008. I, I, I'm completely, completely. My brain hurts that they can't come up with something. 11 years old of a game that got canceled and a game 2019 can't do it. Can't do it. We're going to watch this again. I, I want you to watch him get into a ship and then fly it into space. Dice can't do this. Technology is 11 years old, which means it's actually older than that because it took him years to make the game. There it is. Imagine this. Go into the atmosphere. I'm just very disappointed, but everything they come out with, I'm like, all right, let me go back and try it again. And I'm like, nope, that didn't that didn't work. That that's that's sad. They come out with like one map, they come out with one guy, they come out with like there's literally literally hundreds of of different aliens that they could put in the game and different things from the Star Wars universe, and no. They take the Clone Wars, which, remind you, it took them a really long time to put the clone troopers in the game, right? And now they're putting, giving you a bunch of different clone trooper outfits and stuff that you can get. But it, it's like the whole the whole thing there is just was, like, what are you doing with this in, franchise? The transition to space to ground is, is amazing. It's, 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 it's so smooth. Look, land, and then you, you're in the ship. 11 years old. Can't do it now. There was there was a thing done by the one of the Warhammer games where the if you if you another person i think it was the online version if you joined the battle and another person with the leaders got close to each other they put this bubble around you and then like you couldn't get killed right it was like a battle between the two leaders and you had a fight you had a fight with the controller blocking and moving like why couldn't that be a thing for the star wars when two jedis get together Instead of doing the slap happy attacks where people are getting thrown around and it's just chaos that you you both you both signal to each other like you like you want to do this and you duel and like a little bubble goes around you not like a shield or something but like it puts like a bubble around you and then you can duel and then while the battle is going on you see two jedis fucking going at it like are you seriously telling me that you can't do this I saw Warhammer do it and hardly anyone they, plays Warhammer they do it now but when you fight 
everyone's just like, it's not even a Jedi battle. It's literally a guy jumps in, he swings his thing, and he jumps back out. It's very arcade-ish it's looking. Gotta be, it's going to be quick, <laughs> otherwise people get bored. Yeah, can't it's... have Jedi's fighting. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Um, God, we keep pushing this story back. Say it now, quick. Well, Battlefield Five, the BR, right? I want I want to show some gameplay of this. Battlefield Five, Battlefield the BM, Five, the BM of the BRs. I want to show some I want to show some gameplay footage of this. This is this is the BR. I I was watching someone play it. Now I'm interested in it because I like Battlefield. Now just to put this out here before we start talking about the story, it is on sale right now for half price. Right, it's fifty percent off. You can get it for thirty bucks on all the consoles, and I think it's a little bit more on, on, on PC, if I'm not mistaken. I think this game is a fun game. When we played it, when we played this game, uh, the beta, Sarge played it with us, Tempest played it with us, uh, I think um, Santos played it with us. That moment that we played where, where Tempest and, and Santos were in the tank, and me and you were on the ground protecting them, was probably one of my favorite moments in all the battlefields that we've ever played. That moment, that just that twenty minute period of time of playing, I had such a good time playing. Right, the infantry were protecting the tanks. Yes, we were like playing war. To. We were playing battle. We were playing army men. Right, we were, that's we were, what it was. Right, we were playing army men. That's what it was. This is the battle royale. Now, I get it's different than the other ones. It's it's squad based. I like that the map is gigantic. I like that there's a lot of different vehicles. I like that there's a lot of different things. But the BR community is like, I don't really like it because the loot sucks, right? I don't like it because I have to hold X to unlock an armored vehicle or something, right? Like, they, they're complaining about this because it's not fast-paced, epic, like, Apex um, stuff. It's not fast-paced, like, epic, where they're like, I know what I'm getting. It's like cartoony bandages and different guns. This is, like, real. <laughs> excuse me, too real. It, it, it like, disconnects someone. I think that's the same problem that Division Two has with the, with the, with the mass majority of people. When it's too realistic, people kind of like lose interest. Like, see, like you know, it's a med pack and stuff. What you're doing, you're picking up stuff. I kind of want to play this. I, I, I kind of want to play it, but it's just to me, I've lost that feeling for Battlefield. I don't know what it is. It's fifty percent off right now. In the past, I would I would jump on this in a heartbeat, but for some reason, I'm not. What about you, Sarge? Thirty percent, fifty percent off. It's thirty bucks. Are you interested? I know this is gonna be a surprise to probably no one in this room, but I will no longer be giving any AAA company any more money for any reason until they actually make a finished product that's actually fun. Now, pe now people have give uh, props, Praise. Praise props, props to uh, EA saying that. The content that's been coming out for Battlefield Five is is good, right? They mm -hmm. like the way it is. Glad. I don't feel like I, I don't again, feel I don't feel World War Two from it. Again, though, I don't feel World War Two. I, I I just keep people running around shooting each other. The 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 tent, the the backdrop of World War Two is insignificant of what the actual gameplay is. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like a year from when it released, if it's ten bucks, and then all that content's out. I might pick it up. I might pick it up. But, but the problem is, is that you're not going to have a core group of people no. who you're going to be able to play with. It's literally just to pop make in. Battlefield with those Battlefield moments, moments that right. make it the game that it is. Yeah. You've got to have a crew. Yeah, You've got to have a crew for that game to be fun as fuck. Excuse the language. It's the Internet.
right? That's right. We the whole the point time. of playing those games is to be in groups of people. Everyone's talking shit online. We're all we're all squatting up, talking about where to go, who hit this house, hit that house. Like, like the possibilities for them to actually make a game that's epic and big enough to where people can just fuck around in it, I think we are, are, are completely and totally possible, right? Other games have done it. Like, Arma's really good because Arma does it the real military. You get shot, you're dead. Right. Your guy has to pull you out of the line of fire and you can bandage him up. He, he maybe he'll live. That might be too complicated. But I believe, I believe wholeheartedly that you can make an arcade-based slap-happy type of a war game and make it realistic enough to where it keeps the game flow moving, right? There, there are mechanics in games that are out there right now that would make Battlefield fantastic. Fantastic. Like, why, why don't you bring back the general guy? The one guy on the field who's controlling everything. Yeah, remember that right? when I was on like, my iPad and not, I could I could call. Yeah, but not but not just not just the guy who's looking overhead, like an actual dude. Like I'm running around the field. I got the hat on. I got the bars, right? And the better off you do as the commander, you get more bars on your chest, right? So you'll see by like three or four months in, some dude's got a whole chest full of medals, right? Because he he knows how to play the game. See, right? I would I would like that because then if you look at the general, if he's higher ranked than some other general, right? He's the leader, and then people are like, "Oh, damn! We, let's right. listen to him, right?" Right, but then, but then you make it, you, you make a community from this. Because watch, now I'm the leader. Now you want guys together who play together on purpose. Right? That's foxhole. This, this is no, hang on, hang on. It is, but it's not a first person. No, I know, I know. Awesome game, right? All right, so now I'm in battlefield. Okay, I'm the general, and you got a crew of guys called the Goonies. These four fuckers are always playing online all the time. You guys gave yourselves a new Goonie squad. That's your that's your name. Another squad comes in, and they're called Death Squad, and they're all snipers, okay? So now they happen to be in my game. I look at the stats of them because I'm the fucking general. I see how long they've been playing, and now I can give them orders, right? I'm in charge, right? and I go, okay, Goonie squad, you got to take A. You get to run around like a crazy psychopath in a renegade tank running around. Right. You give me, I gave you, give you a me fucking purpose. order. Right. Go fucking take A. Then you say, okay, guys, we got A. Then, I, then you, you report back to me and I say, okay, hold A. You got a whole day. You don't get to run around right. and a chase, to B, the, B chase C, the mob C to around right. the whole game for the fucking hour and a half. Right, right. Right. And then for the amount of time that I give you the order, if you can hold it, that gives you score. That drops a tank. This gives you this. I can call it an airstrike. The better the team works together, the more points and shit they can get. Right. And the then to help out everybody who has no friends and doesn't want to be part of anything, no problem. We got the Renegade Squad match over there. Singles that don't care about nobody, don't want to be in a right. team game, and just want to run around and be chaotic. And that's live on Twitch 24-7. That that one gets to be watched by everyone. It's it's completely on video all the time. Hilarious. Hilarious. Right. And then you have the guys who want to play. Right. I, I think it's not hard. Yeah. This is not hard to fix this shit. I think the people that want to be generals would would filter themselves out. Right. Because Joe Schmo is not going to be a general because if he doesn't give orders, he's not going to give any points. And the person that's giving orders, he likes the game. He wants to he wants to do it well. Right. He it's wants to win but the way. But yes. But the way you get to be a general. OK. Is following orders. Yes. That's how you promote the ability yeah. to be general, right? Yeah. And it's not just I'm general and I can be general all the time. You work up the points to be general, 
and then you put yourself in the queue. Right. And if whoever's had the higher general score becomes the general. Right. Whoever. And then I'm the guy now. Yep. Right. Yep. And now once general's over, somebody else has to earn enough points to be the general, and then he's the general. I I, I don't know. I I would I would love something like that. Oh, I'd follow you anywhere, Tally. <laughs> Ranking system that actually matters. Yeah, I mean, it, it would it would it'd be great. All right, we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch. The rest of the show, we're gonna go over a little bit. Is all about Borderlands. I mean, everything about Borderlands. So, Pax East today. Randy Pitchford, Randy Pitchford came out. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a good a good show. Just play it while you're talking. Yeah, we are. We are. So, um, <clears throat> I like Randy Pitch. I'm not gonna play the show. I'm gonna play the trailers. So they they announced a couple different different things, right? A couple different things. They announced the the rehash, the remastered version of Borderlands 1, remastered 4K. I'm going to show you guys that right now in 4K uh, co-op. We're going to play the music too. Hold up. Sorry. You want to hear a story, huh? Well, I have a story you may not believe, but I tell you it is I true. love this game. Now, we and never really streamed this game because this it was after the, after the fact. love. This is all remastered. 4K, it looks good. Four player co op on the same screen. One more step and it'll be your last. You should have seen the look on your face. <laughs> All the expansions, everything, 30 bucks, it comes out. Story's fun. They put skins and uh and codes in there now shift codes so that comes out april 3rd that's on our, our our mother's birthday so we'll have to we'll get her a copy of borderlands one so she can play all right so that is that's the that's the first one the first announcement right second announcement is they're going to be updating the handsome jack collection which I thought I owned, and I did own, but I was doing Xbox Game Share, and I didn't have it. So I went out, and I picked up a copy, a brand new copy, a brand new copy that's still in cellophane, and it's brand freaking new, okay? I paid 14 bucks for this. If you get the digital copy on Xbox, it's $60. Hard copy, 14 bucks. Digital copy, $60. Just letting you guys know, Okay. Go to your GameStop before it shuts down. Pick up a pick up a copy of this. <clears throat> That's why I buy hard copies. Exactly. Not so, for much longer. So anyway, they're doing a patch for this to give it the upgraded look, remastered. So it's the 4K compression and stuff like that. So if you have the 4K TVs and everything like that, and you have an Xbox One's X, it's great. It's free on Steam if you have the original. If you have the original on Steam, yeah. Not if you own the disc on on, uh, on on Xbox or anything. So now I'm gonna pick this up. Okay, I'm gonna be playing 
Borderlands 1. I'm going to be playing Borderlands 2. I'm going to be playing Borderlands uh, pre-sequel. And we're starting from scratch. From scratch. And, we're, and I'm telling you right now, I'm playing all characters through all the games on everything. We're doing this starting next week. Starting next week, I'm starting to play Borderlands up until whenever the fuck this other Borderlands comes out. Okay. I'm not joking. We are still going to play other games. I'm still going to play Division 2. I'm still going to play Sea of Thieves when it comes out. But my main game, I'm telling you right now, because I'm tired of playing half-ass broken games that don't know what they're doing. Okay? I want a game where I smile and I have fun. Okay? I'm going to be playing Borderlands until I'm blue in the face, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to absolutely love it. Sarge is going to join. Anybody that wants to play and join with us, you're more than welcome to join in when I play. Um, just all you have to do is follow, be a part of the Goonie Squad. That's it. Um, and now I want to show you guys the trailer for the for the latest one. Okay, and this is this is this is going to lead into our next topic after we watch this. Yeah, Handsome Jack Collection. I would go pick it up hard copy, Dupless. 14 bucks. $14.99 new, $13 used. <clears throat> and we're going to play them in order. So Borderlands 1, pre-sequel, and then Borderlands 2, all the way through, all DLCs. We're going to play this trailer over and over, so... Actually... I've watched this trailer enough times. We're going to talk about it. Now, I was right about what we were doing in Borderlands 3. I just had the name. I thought the name would be called World or Universe. But just Borderlands 3 and explore the worlds. Plural. That fucking vehicle looked amazing. And dude, let's just go to GameStop, I'm telling you. Just go pick it up for 14 bucks. Don't be lazy. Get in the car, drive to GameStop, save yourself 15 bucks. Yeah, I think they're twins, and I think that's why he's the first male siren. Yeah, I, I noticed that when she's crawling on the ground in that in that scene. Frick. <laughs> Solo. I hope that's a, one of his emotes, that he actually has a saxophone that he plays. Sorry, stop hitting the table or whatever you're doing on the mic. I can hear it. 
Now that's the four new characters that you can play that were just running right there. Over one billion guns. This gun with the fucking legs is hilarious. There's so much stuff happening in these scenes. Oh, and boss drops now in Borderlands 1's end boss. They're, they fixed it, right? So, they, so when you kill the boss at the end of Borderlands 1, there's going to be a shit ton of loot that, that pops from him. <clears throat> okay. So first thing that... Uh, first, I will admit this wholeheartedly. When I watched this the first time through this morning, okay, I cried a little. I had a little tear were, in my eye. Were you sitting okay? on, your, on your nuts? No, I was not sitting on my nuts. Okay. Not that long yet. Okay. Okay. I actually cried a little because watching that brought back all the memories I have from playing Borderlands 2 with a bunch of people that we used to play with. Okay. And it was fun as hell. That's all I remember is pure, unadulterated fun. Okay. What I what I find a little interesting about this, and I and I'm it's included. Again, I'm, I'm not trying it's, to be it's not included. trying to be negative. I'm not trying to be negative. You get because, the handsome jack edition, <clears throat> it's included. Yeah. I'm not trying to be negative, but when I look at this, what I noticed bucks. is that giant city area that you get excited about, I didn't see a lot of different areas that they showed. I sh they showed a lot of areas in the same type of like bio, which is like a desert area. I didn't see like a different area. Okay. So that concerns me a little bit. Okay. What gets me excited that erase that feeling is the part in the, in the video you'll see towards the end where it says changing your friends right now. are here to save the world. Worlds. Yeah, worlds. With the S. With an S. Yep. With an S. Yep. I called okay. that a while ago. So now I think that maybe, just maybe, it's not just one world. Maybe. No, no, it's not maybe. It, it, it's 100% multiple worlds. Okay. Uh, listen. They did that on purpose. Sure I'm not sure if it has to do with the exact the game that on release or the expansion packs make you go to different worlds and that's a whole different game type of no. thing. I don't know which it is, but I'm, just because I'm telling you, listen, just because it's a different world doesn't make me excited because you can make 10, 10 levels, but four levels on one world and four levels on another world is still 10 or eight worlds, you know, eight, eight levels, but you're on two different planets instead of one planet. Is it going to be different types is what I'm curious to know. Okay. The fact that they have a bunch of road warrior vehicles, like multiple kinds, not just one type or two type. There's the buggy, the Jeep, the wheel, the hovercraft, the hovercraft pickup, right? That's interesting, okay? That means that some vehicle choices. I also can't prove it, but I saw that the guys were doing abilities off the trucks. So does that mean you're not just stuck behind a gun and you can do your powers on right. top of the on top of the truck? That also looks a was little that, interesting. Was that here? I think that was okay. here. That also looks interesting. Four player for the for, for the for the split screen on the other game is is just like a uh, what do you call it? like a, a little like little trick for them because your friends can hang out in one house and we're gonna play. That's kind of cool, but like I can't tell by looking at it all the time which which it is. Now I see Lil. I see Tiny Tina. I see up. I see every character from every game in here. Yep. So now, now, does that mean that the four new guys is all you get to pick, or do you get to pick other guys after you finish the game, or do you get to pick other guys when the DLC comes out? Because to me, 
right? If I can't be Tiny Tina, I'm upset. Okay, I want to be Tiny Tina. I here, these are my speculations. My speculations are there's multiple worlds. You're going to be able to pick the main four characters to play through the story. As you're done with the story, with the main story, the other characters will open up because the other characters have also, this is, takes place, I think, five years after Borderlands 2. Because Tiny Tina's bigger. She's older. She's old. uh, what's her name's hair? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, is it Maya? Maya's hair's longer. Like, there's a bunch of things where they've grown up, so I think you're still going to play those characters, which would be, think about it. Why add new characters, right? Because like in the old games, they gave you four in the first game, six people in the second game, six people in the third game. This one, they're giving you four characters, and they're going to give you DLC, you know, later. But Hopefully. all the other Hopefully. characters, there's 16 characters that they could choose from on top of the new four, which makes it 20. 20 playable characters. Think about that for a second. If you could play your whole game with 20 different characters over through all different worlds and different things. Well, just, Again, it's just, my speculation. Yeah. But, yeah. But just make the new character. You have to play the new character. And when you solve the game with the new character, it unlocks a few of the older characters. You don't get them all. So you have to play with each new character no. and every oh. new character you play with unlocks more old characters. Hold on a second. Duplis. No, the handsome Jack collector's edition is just two games. It's borderlands two and borderlands pre-sequel. All the DLCs for Borderlands 2, all the DLCs for the prequel. Borderlands 1 is not included with it. That comes out April 3rd. That's going to be $30 remastered. 2 and pre-sequel are remastered. That is the Handsome Jack edition. Look, read right there. Included. Okay? Included. So you're only getting two games and all the DLC only for $14. Okay? Okay, so... Borderlands 1 comes out next week. That's a standalone edition. That's the remaster. This is remastered. That's the remastered Borderlands 1 now, okay? They're updating this one with a patch to make it 4K, okay, with the updated graphics, and they're doing that with the Borderlands 1 that comes out next week. All right? Do not pay $60 for this game. Go to your game store, get a physical copy, 14 bucks. $14, $20 in Australia. Okay? I'm super excited for this game. I am so stoked because, again, I, I never really streamed. We played the pre-sequel with Dread, like, what, two years ago? Three years ago on Twitch or whatever it was? It was a long time ago already. Yeah, hey, it was a long time ago. It was 2016, I think, when we played it. It was before Destiny, bro. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. It wasn't before Destiny. We played it later because it was on sale, and he picked it up. Yeah, it was, like, three years ago, okay? But I never streamed Borderlands 1 or Borderlands 2 on this channel. Never, okay? So... I think we dabbled in, in Borderlands 2 for like a night. Okay. But we played we played the pre-sequel and then we just never we never went back after we beat it. We're gonna play all through it. I'm gonna play by myself. Sarge's gonna play with me. Whoever wants to play is more than welcome to join. I'm super stoked that this trailer, there's so much. There's so much about this game. And now you saw the trailer twice. You see the graphics, you see what it is, right? I wanna, a, lot of people, a lot of people don't like shell shade, uh, cell I'm, shading. I'm going to bring up this clickbait article that, that I read before the show started. And I commented it on Twitch, or yeah, on Twitter, not on Twitch. The post says, uh, where is it? This is from Polygon. Okay. Borderlands 3's trailer 
is a disappointment. Are you sure? I haven't played this game before. This is the writer. And I'm going to give uh, Ben here by Ben. I'm not going to give his last name. You can go look at the article. Okay, this will be the last article I read from this guy. Not because you're, you're okay with your opinion. Cool. Okay. But this is clickbait 100%. I clicked it. I was like, you know what? I'm here. Let me read the article. And I'm going to read it to you guys. Or a little bit of it. Okay. He says, Borderlands 3's debut trailer may have made you happy. And if you just wanted new Borderlands content, and if that's the case, then I'm happy that you're happy. But he's not happy. Right? And he says, what makes a good sequel? A good sequel uh, happens when development team takes all the things that define the previous game, whatever those things were, and then finds a way to bring at least a few of them to the next level. Uh, there might be a jump in the visual quality or introduction to new faces while existing characters go through or some sort of change or I I ideal. The mechanics themselves should be evolved in some way. Uh it's a good excuse for a sequel, but best sequels are defined by more complex word better. And I agree that sequels are better. Now, mind you, he's giving you this opinion based on a trailer that he saw. So he has no idea what improvements are in the game, but I can see a lot of improvements in the trailer myself by looking at the different vehicles, right? The weapons, the powers that they were doing. Okay. Okay. So here he says, uh, I've been I've been sold a lot of Borderlands content, okay, and I'm gonna tell you why you've been sold a lot of, okay, content for Borderlands over the last years because Borderlands when it came out was not popular, Borderlands one was not popular, Borderlands two was more popular than Borderlands one, but it was still not mainstream. Like we're we're not talking like Destiny here. We're talking we're talking like the Breakfast Club, right? Where the Breakfast Club came out, nobody really watched it, but then it became a cult classic, and everyone loves the Breakfast Club. You know what I'm talking about? I've always said that Borderlands is the 80s rendition of a cult classic movie. This is a cult classic game, okay? This is like a Clinton, Quentin Tarantino movie of Pulp Fiction. It's a cult classic, and then everyone loves it and knows the, the quotes from it and, and all that stuff, okay? He says, part of the skepticism comes out from the, from the trailer, but I also removed myself from the meta context of Borderlands 3. Gearbox Software released Borderlands 2 in 2012, and it was followed by expansions, spin-off games, VR port, adventures, uh, adventure game, uh, and, and complications, uh, or compilations, sorry. Fans have been sold, at least offered an extensive amount of content, numbered sequels, and Trentic will continue with Gearbox will announce during Thursday's panel at PAX East a remaster of the original Borderlands, as well as the free 4K texture packs for Borderlands 2, Borderlands, and the pre-sequel. The level of support for older games isn't a bad thing, but it's not going to, uh, it's, it's been going on for six years, and I was so excited to see Gearbox that could do both the terms and visual and mechanics to update Borderlands series for 2019. But Borderlands 3 would have to do something to push the series into the future, right? Um, mostly focused on the fear that the new game would include a Battle Royale mode, but after this lackluster trailer, I would welcome news about a Battle Royale mode. He's saying that he was thinking a Battle Royale mode was coming out, and because they didn't announce one, he was actually begging for one now after he saw the trailer, because he saw the trailer was boring. Okay. Uh, it's not a proper sequel to a major franchise. Gearbox has told us to expect more of Borderlands 3 news on April 3rd, and I hope there will be something new to get excited about in the game on the date. The first trailer looks like a rehash of what we've already seen and played, 
And that's a terrible thing for a series that has already been chopped up and resold to us so many ways. I want Borderlands 3 to be good, but for, for it to be good, it needs to at least have two new ideas. And if you had told me that the trailer was a fan-made edit, I would think I would believe you, okay? It doesn't look like a, a, a retro game, which might have been charming. It just looks like an outdated game. These are like harsh words for what I what I see, okay? Now, the reason you're being ha rehashed Borderlands like Skyrim over and over, again, it's a cult classic game. Lots of people never played Borderlands 1. Lots of people never played Borderlands 2. Lots of people never even played the Borderlands series. They knew of it. They heard of it. They know people play a lot of it. Yeah, they don't like the Telltale thing. They don't. Right. They just don't like it because of maybe the cell shade, maybe in their time of life when the game came out, maybe they were too old. And what I mean by too old means you were a gamer, but then you got married and then you got like a real job and you, you went out of gaming for a bit. So you might have lost it from there. Right. You might have been too young and it wasn't your cup of tea. Right. You didn't know about it by, back then. That's why they're rehashing it. That's why they're reselling it to you because there's more popularity for this franchise now than there was when it came out originally. So this is why they're rehashing it. And I'm okay with them rehashing this and reselling it by upgrading it and looking like it's a better a better thing, right? Now he says the visually doesn't look good. Now I don't I'm 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 baffled by this. I'm baffled by this because how can you say that this looks the same? as the other games. I mean, I could literally pick any any point in this trailer and well, well, pause it. I'm, I'm, gonna even, I'm giving him benefit of the doubt. We know nothing about the game at all. This sure. is purely this is purely the teaser trailer. A long one. This is a long teaser trailer, but it's still a teaser trailer. Sure. You know, you know nothing about the game. I, I, I get it. But to, to jump to jump that nothing's new just based on a teaser trailer, I can't listen to him. But can you honestly say that this doesn't look like an upgrade from the older games? You look at this uh, and say I don't, I don't I don't I don't have to I don't have to look at anything. I, I I've seen the old original trailers. Right. So I'm fine. Yeah, it's an upgrade. Of course it but is. It's it's cell shade, but it's an upgraded cell shade. Yeah, I get it. I get what he's saying. But, but he's saying it's not upgraded. He says this is the same this is the same graphics as the older ones. I no. That's that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Again, you're allowed your opinions, and I, I understand that. But when facts are facts, and you can physically look at this one here, I'll find I'll find another, an older version of Battle or uh, of Borderlands. Okay. No, he said it looks rehashed. I've always liked. Listen, I, the, the reason why I like tweak, the reason why I, I was interested in the game at all. It wasn't it wasn't because of cell shade. I like the way the game played, but I get the way that it looks because it's almost like a living comic book. Like to me, that's like a living comic book. So that's why I kind of liked it more than most people did because I was a comic book kid. So to be able to live inside of a comic book was kind of cool for me. Gameplay. Of course, it's the same style. You can't. You can't change the entire style of the game. It's Borderlands. It's Cell Shade. You can't go to like Frostbite Engine with Borderlands and call it Borderlands. It wouldn't be Borderlands. It doesn't make wouldn't make sense. It just it just baffles my mind that you would say I can't even find it because that there's no cutscenes or anything. And then when I look up the trailer now, 
the trailer's showing me the new upgraded HD trailer. Of course, it looks the same now, right? I can't, I can't find an actual. It's fine. I'll look it up. I'll find it. Anyway. All right. Here's, here's, here's just a still. I'll do a still of, of this right here. Okay. This is a still picture of, of the gun, right? Let me just look at the graphics. You can't tell me it looks the same. I know it's a cutscene, and we can actually. I, I think in the, tra in the in the in the trailer, there's an actual gunshot, isn't there? Is there a first person gunshot in the trailer at all? I don't know if there is. No, they always do like third party. Listen, I I, I get excited up to a point, and then I have to wait for more information. I don't get blind overexcited, crazy, wrathing, foaming from the mouth hype anymore. I have a general amount of excitement. I'm I'm like, I'm really excited that the game's coming out. But at the same time, I go, okay, now tell me about the game. Tell me what you're doing, Randy. I know what you did before, Randy. <laughs> tell, right. tell me about the game, Randy. I didn't forget, Randy. I didn't forget. You think I forgot? I didn't forget. Here, Randy. this is this is this is a side by side comparison. Okay, I mean the gun's a little lower, so you, it's hard to see. But come on, it it it's not even the same, dude. Not even close to being the same from the original. And now, if I look at the 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 rehashed one, it's much better, right? Anyway, to I I'm glad that this trailer came out and we didn't hear anything about a battle royale. Right, and I was okay. It was Borderlands Three. I said that there's gonna be some multiple worlds, multiple worlds. I said would be in the game, and I thought it would be Borderlands Three, and it would have a title below it, like Tiny Tina's thing. I thought it would be like Borderlands Three, and then it would say like Universe or Worlds. You know what I mean? Like that would be the actual title, saying that we're going to different different planets and stuff like that. We're not just stuck on this one one area. And I think that's what's what's happening. I think that's what's going to happen. I think you're gonna have multiple characters. Because how do you top the older versions? You top it by going to different worlds with new kinds of guns and weapons that we haven't seen yet, new special abilities, right? And more characters, more characters, more 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 ways to play the game. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm always a big fan of the hidden unlockable character. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm glad that this is co-op, four-player, split screen. You can do it all. Okay, that's, no, that's awesome. For the, that's for the remaster. That's for all of them. No, not, not for this one. Yes. You can do oh, wow. four player. You can do yep. four player. No, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you do four player on this one. Dude, it says it right on the. Didn't it say it right on this thing? Didn't they say it's all co op? Am I mistaken on that? Well, no, it's it's co op, but it's not four player split screen on this one. No, I'm. It's four player split screen on the on the remaster of Borderlands One. I'm pretty sure. All the games, because he even commented on Twitter. When Twitch came out with their squad system where you can play with four people, and they said, Randy Pitchford said, we have games for that. And now he has, they, they upgraded number one to be four-player co-op. Number two is four-player co-op. And I guarantee you this is going to be four-player co-op on split screen. Guarantee when, it. When does Borderlands 2 become four-player co-op? It was only two-player. The remaster? Or the, isn't the, the remastered? Guy. Isn't it? The, the, I, I don't Let know. Me, I, have the, I have the box right here. I don't think so. Yeah, right here. Xbox One players 
One player co-op two to four on on Xbox One, and then on oh, Xbox Live it's two to four. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, so that means yeah. So this one's going to be four players split screen co-op couch co-op. One thing I hope, one thing I'm hoping, since the the games have gotten the, the hardware has gotten better, I hope that the point of view is a little further back. It, it was too narrow. His, the field of view was too narrow. Well, remember this, that? This, you remember this that? right here. This is this, this is a shot so right like, here. I, I'm hoping that the field of view is a little wider this time. On Xbox, you're not going to get that. On PC, you'll get the field of view slider. It'll be wider. This is what you're getting. This is this is what you're looking at right here. That's the field of view. Buckeye, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking about let's say there's four different planets, right? So then you get the the gameplay of of the new characters on one planet. And then when you go to another planet, it's other characters, another planet, another character. That'd be interesting. <clears throat> Maybe you have to unlock them as you go. When you beat Borderlands 2, it shows you a multi-volts on different worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you've never, if you've never played um, the Telltale games, Tales from the Borderlands, phenomenal, right? So if you play them in order, it's Borderlands 1, pre-sequel, Borderlands 2, Telltale games, Play all of those up until you don't have to. You could probably just go search on YouTube watch uh, lore and watch the whole thing. And then Telltale Games, and then you'll be ready for Borderlands 3 if, if you want to be ready. If you're not, just play Borderlands 3. You'll be fine. All right. That is it. I appreciate you guys coming out for episode 164 is in the can. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, make sure you hit that button, the heart, the star, the subscribe button, whatever it is, make sure you hit that. Leave a comment below. Helps us with the ranking system and stuff like that. Share it with your friends. Share it with your neighbors. Share it with the, your, your people that you hate because maybe you hate us. And you want us, you want them to to listen to so a shitty podcast. Who's coming, Go send who's it coming out. with us? Who's coming with us to, to Castle Crashers? Castle Crashers is me, you, Tempest, and I think uh, if King Saltine, uh, Saltine King is here, he's in. If not, someone else can come in. If not, it'll just be the three of us. We're on the final boss in Castle Crashers, so that's what we're doing uh, tonight. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out. We're here live every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week while we rant along the way. Thanks for watching. Do not shut the stream off. I'm staying live. I'm just ending the show. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X gaming. If you want to submit a new story, you can hit me up Gen X gaming, 30 and still gaming, or you can go to our discord uh, and then submit new stories there. See you guys next week. Peace. Take care guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.